We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
What is up, grinders? It is Draft Live holding Kushner. I got Travis with me today. What's going on, Travis? We got a little best ball going down on Draft. I'm excited about this, man. Yeah, man. Best ball is always a good time. I like doing best ball. Uh, like like doing MLB. It's all the good stuff, man. So uh, I play all the sports. So uh, man, you throw it at me. Any sport, I'm at it, man. I'm just old. I'm so old. I only use my desktop for this. So I did the app today. I'm so proud of myself. It was totally awesome. So we're gonna do this on the Draft app. And uh, welcome to the, what is this, the 21st century? I'm so excited. Anyways, we had football last night, dude. It was pretty fun. Um, I mean, I won money, which is why Jamino did it again. I mean, he's probably the best there is at preseason advice. I've never had anything. So I was pretty pumped about that one last night, um, even though I only watched like four minutes of it. But still, you watch any preseason football in the Hall of Fame game? Uh, so I, I just turned it on to say, Hey, like football's on. And right. I, I sent the tweet out football is kind of back in all capillaries. Cause it's here, but it's not, uh, you know, it's not exactly here. Uh, it's not week one, but, uh, yeah, man, I, I was excited for it. I saw, uh, you know, Alan who does uh, some content for us. He had a nice little hit. He got third place for 5k. So, uh, he did pretty well. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, I, I dabbled, right. I put one entry in, I was out last night, but, uh, it did not hit. It was a dud. But hey, we got plenty more money to win in NFL, right? Uh, it's early on. We got like 22 weeks or something left. Maybe 23 weeks. We got a long time. So uh, pace yourself a little bit. We, we're going to fill this uh, draft up here in just a minute. I want to let everybody know that um, we should get some love for the NFL Premium Discord because uh, all our studs are in there hanging out for the next month. So Premium Discord. Um, if you're looking into the NFL discussion, we got that here on Roto Grinders. Travis, are you ever there? Are you under there in there as a code name or anything like that? Oh, I'm I'm there in the Discord. Uh, I definitely need to be in there more often hanging out. I've gotten a little better with basketball. And I always tell people just if you tag me like like for a question, I'll answer it, right? Like if I, I get the notification, it's so much easier. I just get distracted, man. Like I'll be on one tab and then you know, I have like 15 tabs up. So I just move over to another and I just get distracted from what I'm doing. But uh, I've tried to be better with the Discord and hopefully I can do that for NFL as well. You can find me in the Discord as Big T. That's me, Big T, giving out the worst uh, giblets in the history of the world. So <laughs> I love you, Big T. Anyways, um, let's talk about some strategy going into best ball. I wonder what your strategy is. I mean, uh, going into it, um, tell me your strategy going into a little baseball draft here. Tell me. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, the baseball drafts are always a good time. Uh, I, I, listen, I have a couple teams that I'm targeting. It's a course slate today. So, uh, course field is obviously one that we, uh, you know, always want to target, right? It's got one of the highest totals. We got a 7.3 it's climbed up to. So a very high total, but, uh, yeah, we have, you know, the Houston Astros are a team that I love the twins. Those I think are two teams are going to end up targeting. It just depends on how the drafts work out. Cause if you look at the MLB slate today, like, on DraftKings specifically, Lance Lynn, he is the number one pitcher, like, on the day, technically, which is, like, one of the grossest things you could say. Like, uh, so, um, <laughs> Clevenger, I, come on, man. You got Clevenger, too. Well, if you're talking salary, like, I think Lynn's – I believe I saw Lynn's price was number one. I think Clevenger was right below him. I'll pull it up right now real quick to check, but Lynn is the highest-priced guy. Yeah. At, what is the price again? 11.7. Yeah, that's what I saw. And Clevenger's 11.1. Which I'd rather obviously take Clevenger, but again, Angels, like that strikeout matchup's not as great. Robbie Ray, who's, you know, Mr. Strikeout or Bust, he gets a tough matchup. So Lynn is a guy getting the Tigers, which I get, but you're not going to draft him number one, right? You save that for Max Scherzer and Chris Sale. So I think a lot of people are going to be pounding the bats early in these drafts. So I'm curious how they kind of shake out. Uh, we can fire up a 10 man. If you guys aren't following me, my name is Mangone on here. Uh, it's M A N G O N E, M A N G O N E. 
give me a follow. Uh, I'm following you, Holden, so uh, it should be fine. I should send you the invite personally, and I will do that for you now. Beautiful. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. So we'll get this going here in just a minute. And um, if there was a big picture on the slate, you'd obviously be hopping in there quickly, but uh, not there. What do you think about, um, I mean, I'm just scrolling through some of the things we got going here. I mean, Lance Lynn, again, <sighs> it's oh. that, that's what we're going to be stuck with. Lance Lynn, Wade Miley, Robbie Ray. I mean, it could be a lot worse, but as far as uh, hitters go, you're just, the strategy is just a stack and stack, correct? Right. Holden, yeah, you just got uh, you just got an invite. It's uh, five of ten right now. Hold, no, this is Holden's first mobile draft. Okay. Well, Come jump. On. Yeah, you're right. First mobile draft. That's all right. Two. I'm in. I'm in here. I think. All right. We need two more to fill. It's eight of ten. Uh, <laughs> and you know, you got uh, we got the people in here. Mr. Meme Mode's in here. He always joins in. Flores, NY Jets. We got people in the chat hanging out. But yeah, I really think the way the drafts are going to work today, I think we're going to be firing at the batters early. I mean, if you just look at the slate, right, just to like kind of, you know, check it out. Uh, you know, we have the Twins. They are have a massive total at 6.7. We have the Astros with a 6.4. We got the Rockies with a 7.3. We got other teams. The Diamondbacks have above 5. The Rangers have above a 6. The Indians are a 5.5. Yankees and Red Sox, they're playing. We know what happens when they they face off, right? Holding all the runs yeah. are scored. So, Phillies, they're almost at a 6. So, it's in, it's just a day where there's a ton of bats. And I think that's going to be really the priority in these drafts today. Yeah, ton of bats, going to be the priority. Of course, you already gave me the link. I don't know how to use it. I'm such an idiot. I feel bad, but whatever. We'll figure it out, Travis. I mean, uh, well, again, welcome to a show with me. It's a complete train wreck, and we'll get through it, and we'll have a good time. So I'm excited about this. Maybe yeah. I'll go to my drafts. There mm -hmm. we go. Yeah, so jump on in. You know, you, you've done the drafts on the uh, the I computer, have. but, uh, you know, the app. Dude, first of all, like, let's talk about this first before we start drafting. Uh, you know, it'll come here in a second in 10 seconds. But um, what are we, like, why haven't you been doing this on the uh, on the app? Like, you're sitting on the toilet, man. You can do a draft real I quick. got a computer, man. Uh, you bring you bringing the computer to the bathroom with you? Yeah, I got an extra computer. I got my, this, I have my work computer, and then I have my old work computer, which I use in the bathroom. Okay. Now, how about so you're you're, you're and an line. iPad. I got an iPad too, but I don't use that for the draft. All right. So so you're. Oh, I gotta make my pick real quick. But you're in line, right? Getting groceries. Right. Like you know, do a quick draft, man. You're waiting for pizza or something. Do a quick draft. Well, you're hanging out. One. What do you think about that? Uh, Flores, that was a mistake, man. I don't know why you're wasting it. I mean, there are a lot of bats today. I guess that's a good argument. But listen, a lot of bats. I'm gonna attack Coors. I'm just gonna take Charlie Blackman. I mean, one of the best players on the board. I think he should be the guy that went first, but. Hold it, man. I, I'm just so confused. Like, how do you not have this on the phone, man? Like, I do now. I mean, I, listen, I will try this. It's probably, it probably is easier, but like, I just love my laptop, man. There's so much going on on it. Um, the one now I can watch uh, explicit material on the other one. I can do drafts on the other one. I can read the morning news on the other one. The, I mean, the computer is just amazing, but I'm happy about this. So yeah, well, hold it. If you're with the kids or something, the woman, yeah. like you can do this with with them. There, they they think you're you know doing something. Say, oh, I'm looking up something for you, but you're really drafting. You're having a good time. So that that's fine. I mean, I try to be present with my kids, though. You don't have any kids, do you? Yeah, I don't. But no, I don't uh, want to look at my. I don't want to be looking at my phone when I'm hanging out. Oh, NY Jets. I love NY Jets. So um, let's see here. What do we got as far as picks? You got the Blackman. You're pretty happy about that. Oh yeah. Kepler, Clevenger, Story, Springer. So, you know, if you're me, you're definitely sitting here looking at maybe a David Dahl um, as we go down. What do you yeah, think I mean, on, the, on the Red Sox tonight? 
Eh, I don't love him. I don't think Paxton's someone we want to attack. Maybe it's like a one-off here and there with a J.D. Martinez. It's fine. But, like, here's the thing, Holden. You're picking now. Like, I think you want to go, like, back-to-back, like, Nelson Cruz and Jorge Polanco. Like, I think that's what you want to do. You want to snipe, like, the guy who took Max Kepler. You want to snipe his picks. But you want to get in on the twin stack and make him move away from them. All right. I mean, I'm this is I'm blocking. I'm a blocker now. Um, Do you have Nelson Cruz here? Let's see what else I want. Do I want to go? I got I to gotta rush here, you know? It's I like a good 30-second clock. I hate these slow dress. Give me a little. No, uh, I'm telling you, you want to, so you want to stack this thing up, man. You want to go Jorge Polanco. Uh, I'll tell you why. We got, listen, you're getting um, played IQ. You even draft Jorge Polanco. Is he gone? No, he's 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 an he's infielder, outfielder. Make there sure you go. have both selected. And okay. he's the fourth guy there. So the reason why you want to take Jorge Polanco here is, Dude, he's number two in plate IQ rating on the slate. The Twins are one, two. Rosario. I'd much take, rather have Rosario. Take him, too. He's number three in plate IQ rating. There you so. go. I just went back to back there. There you go. That's all I was saying. Like, load up on those Twins. My big worry now is I don't know. And, again, picking early, like, getting Charlie Blackman's great. But I don't know what Twins I'm going to get. That's one of kind of my fears here is I don't know which Twins batters I'm going to – or not Twins, which Rockies batters I'm going to be able to get because a lot of people sniped him, right? So mm-hmm. um, I don't know if I'll stack him up. What I might do is take Blackman as a one-off and then look for another stack to go to. Obviously, the Astros already got taken a little bit in the Twins. Those are two teams that have been targeted so far. So, um, like, Philly's stack wouldn't have been bad, but NY Jets, I think he started with that. Uh, he just took Harper. So I don't know. I'm going to see what I kind of do here. But uh, how about you? You going to stick with the Twins uh, and go four-man You know stack? what? I really do love the uh, the Blue Jays tonight, too. And they were kind of nice. What's your thoughts on splitting up stacks going two and two? Um, yeah, I think that's fine to do. Uh, you know, it's a 15 game slate and a lot of bats. I definitely prefer the four man stacks if you can, but you, you can't force it. Right. Like I'm not just going to take some Bonnie or a twins guy. Who's like, I don't think it's very good. If, if, that, if that's the case, I'm going to make sure to organically make it happen. Like I'm not just going to force in a bad bat. So, um, and there's a lot of good bats to like here. So like Bregman is coming up. I see Altuve's there. Like I might start a little two man stack. Of course, JWS takes Bregman. So that now, I'm that. looking at you, Travis, and all you got is a guy with a big beard. I mean, what the hell? Is that what you do? You draft guys with beards? Yeah, and- I mean, hey, maybe I need to make an all-beard lineup. I got Carlos Santana lurking here. I'm, <laughs> I'm a, I am going to take another guy with a beard. You know who I'm going to take? I'm going to take Jose Altuve. I do oh, like- look at you. Does he even have much of a beard right now, though? In the picture he's got. All right, that's uh, all that matters, right? Yeah, that's all That's all anyone knows of. So, uh, yeah, I'm right a- here. Mr. Mean... Uh, mean Mr. Mode, like this one. We'll see Antana uh, Springer action. That's kind of sexy. I actually like those two picks right there. This is fun, man. NFL is, I mean, let's let's face it. NFL is, is everything. I absolutely love the NFL on this. Baseball, uh, a lot of fun too. We can, how many of these drafts do you think we can roll through? Three, four? Uh, we'll probably get, we'll get, we'll get three in, I think, probably. I think yeah. so too. We'll have to see. There's other ways, there's other things we can do. I can show you, uh, there, there's not only drafting on this app. There's other things we can do. Uh, let me see. I'm up for my pick. You are up. Uh, you know, sometimes you pay the rake and I might be doing this here. I'm doing the all beard lineup. Uh, I'm going to go. With, <laughs> I'm going to go with Anthony Rendon. Okay. Reason why, I don't think this is a terrible play, right? Like, yeah. Um, Robbie Wright. We know he's really good, right? He's, he's right. But he can blow up at times, right? And I don't right. think the national stack is crazy as like this team that you can go for, for like a really low owned, like everyone's going to be one to 2% or 3%. Rendon's one of those nice one-off plays right he's one of the best bats in that lineup and Robbie Ray let's face it he, he gives up home runs it happens uh so I'm not I wouldn't be surprised if he gives gives up a home run and if he does Rendon's a really great one-off, one-off option so uh don't hate that as an option but again not uh not one of my favorite ones not the one you're going at all right we got mean Mr. Mode 
who's coming up now. Then NY Jets, 1250. He always just hangs out in the lobby, doesn't he? He's like my favorite guy. Uh, yeah. Listen, NY Jets, dude, do you like his uh, avatar too? He's got in the RG chat. He's got the uh, crazy Adam Gase face going. So that's Are good. Are you a Jets fan? No, I'm, I'm a Packers fan. I actually have the Packers shirt on right now. So Yeah, you got – oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, you got a Green Bay accent. Uh, I'm not, but I'm not from Green Bay. I'm, I'm I know. Jersey. You don't have a Green Bay accent. You're probably from New York, aren't you? I, I'm from Jersey. So, yeah, I, I guess I got that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Brett Favre was my favorite player as a kid and, uh, you know, been blessed with uh, good quarterback sits. So, I've never oh, had to watch. I did. I'm going straight up twin stack, dude. I just added Garver to the That's list. a great pick, man. I love the twin stack today. Absolutely love it. I did a, a sharp side video today uh, with some player prop picks and stuff. And I put two twins for home runs. I put uh, some guys in. So check that out if you guys want. Uh, I tweeted it out. I don't know if Devin's running it as one of the uh, videos. But uh, yeah, I, I love the twins today. I actually think they're one of the better uh, teams to stack on tonight's slate. Again, what do you think about the strategy just to let the, um, let the pitcher – wait till the fifth round here uh, i don't i don't hate it i mean obviously I like to like monitor and see like what pitchers are going to be available like which yeah. ones you can look at i mean paxton's still fine i don't hate that I, I like dustin may the most that's who i would hope to get uh against the padres uh it's his debut but i would take a shot on him I think. all right panic pick there down to 30 seconds and i was talking to you about new jersey so that's all right i was just doing a season-long draft and i drafted jake kumaro in the seventh round because uh I wasn't paying attention. You should also draft sober. That's another tip that I have for you guys. Oh man. So I love, I, I love Kumaro, man. I'm, I'm a huge fan of him. Like in the I, seventh round, not in the seventh no. round. Yeah. It was a terrible pick. I was trying to be nice, but well, uh, I, ca- yeah. I called the guy up uh, and he changed the pick for me. So that was nice. Okay. Who, who did you uh, d- pick instead? Do you, do you know what the swap was? I think it was even worse. It was like D.D. Westbrook or something. Oh, D.D.'s going to be great, man. He's, he's the week seventh one. round. Listen, dude, again, be listen, sober in your drafts. Week week one chalk, man. Like he's gonna be. I mean, listen. <laughs> I love season long. It's fine, but uh, I am definitely. You're up. Did you just miss your pick talking to me, or did you make it? No, I'm not up yet, man. I still oh, got time. Not up. That's right. We we're just talking about NYJ. Yeah. Okay. And, I, and, and I'm making an all beard lineup, so like, I, I mean, it could get ugly here with pitchers. Uh, I'm I'm hopeful I can get one here that uh, you know doesn't get taken for me, but I'm I'm a little nervous that I'm not gonna. Get a, get a picture with a beard, and I don't want to pull a bullpen guy out of nowhere. Just Have to... you ever done this beard thing? No, this is the first time. To- yeah, this is the first time. This is uh, your fault, I think. So, uh... oh, no, no doubt about it. I told you, you were gonna, it was going to be a complete train wreck when you work with me. So, all right, well, that, buddy. all right, so it's Kevin Gaussman or Eduardo Rodriguez, which, um, you know, I, mean, I think Eduardo has the upside, doesn't he? That's what I mean. We're, we're Ricky Bobby first or last, man. And sure, the Yankees can shell him, but Yankees have a lot of strikeouts in the lineup. So, uh, yeah, we'll go with Erod. Uh, to stay on the beard brand, I need to find one more beard here. Uh, let's see what I can find here. I mean, ah, oh, geez, I guess Hunter Pence kind of has a beard here. I feel like I'm playing guess who. You know what I mean? Looking for guys with beards. Oh, uh, that's not good. Yeah. Did you find your beard guy? Uh, I, I got to find him in 30 seconds. We're going to see. What Trevor doing. Williams and Gosman both have beards. No, I got my pitcher. I did. I did Erod. So now okay. we got Erod. Okay. So now I have to pick one and Hunter Pence kind of has one. We're going to go with Hunter Pence because you know, he's, he's projected to do well tonight and Hey, he's got a beard. So that works out well. All right. Good. I'm wonderful. I hope no one's learning how to, you know, build these rosters from you on the beard uh, thing. 
Oh man, yeah, hopefully not. But uh, like I said, I think the stacks are like I really, really. If you're doing these drafts, I like what you did. Like you kind of stole my strategy. Yeah, I, I did. Wanna, I didn't want to take the Rockies right away. I kind of wanted to pick later in the draft because I had to pick later in the draft. I would be able to get two twins and then kind of lock myself into them. And I kind of wish I would have had a later pick. Well, look at that. We got the Yankees at five two eight run projection. The Phillies are five seven seven. Cleveland's at five four six. There's just a ton of high uh, run totals tonight. So you could probably take seven or eight teams and stack them and you're going to be okay. Oh, it's half the slate is over five and a half runs. I've never seen anything like that. No, I I agree with you. And if you look at like Flores, he took Lance Lynn first, which again, I did not agree with, but you know, go for it. If you want to take Lance Lynn, uh, I get it, but he got a three man uh, diamondback stack with it. Right. And that they have an implied total over five. So uh, if you do want to take a pitcher early, like this is actually one of those days you wish you had a Max Scherzer today, right? At least on one of the games. Because you get matched that first pick, and you could easily stack up a team behind it and, and be perfectly fine. All so. right, so here's my decision. Do I go Gosman or Wood? Do I think Wood is back enough? He's got to face Atlanta. I mean, it's down there. They've got a high total. Of, I'm going to go Alex Wood, man. See, I, I would go Gasman, but I get it. If you want, if you believe in Wood, go for it. I don't I, believe in him. I just don't believe in Gasman either. It's not, it's not me believing in, uh, it's not me believing in Wood as much or, or, or Gasman. It's just being scared of the Braves, right? Like the Braves just don't strike out. Like I just worry about the upside there for it. That's my only concern. Yep. All right. So this is what we got. Do we, let's go do the teams here, man. This is what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, so. we, 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 we can go through some of the teams. Let's uh, how about we do this? We'll go through how many, well, let's go through the red shields. Any team that you see with a red shield will break down. How's that sound? Any team with a red shield. Yeah. So you see the shields. Those are the, those are the quote unquote experts uh, on the site, right? That's like your uh, experience shield. We're experienced. I'm already done. Look at me just popping around this thing. You can't even see it. I don't even know where they are. You just want to do another draft. Yeah. Let's do that. If you're struggling with finding it back, let's, uh, <laughs> let's go over and do Last it. Last time Dan ever puts me on one of these shows here. Let's look at my team real quick. Okay. You see my team on the screen. Uh, yeah, I can pull it up. We'll break right. your team down. I got Alex Wood. Not, not great. This is not what we're looking for, but I did grab Nelly Cruz and Eduardo Rosario and then uh, Mitch Garver. And I just, basically you could take any three or four twins tonight and feel pretty comfortable about it. uh, Depending on what the lineup is. If Kepler's leading off, I always prefer Kepler. I just, I feel like once they put him up there, he continues to just crank home runs. Carlos Santana. We had a discussion about the Packers and that was a panic pick. And then Alex Wood. Yeah, no, I love how you have the three twins. Like uh, the one thing I really loved, I looked up uh, Kepler's exit velocity and his batted ball distance the last 15 days, and it's phenomenal. 94 mile per hour uh, uh, exit velocity and the batted ball distance is like 240 uh, feet. So yeah, like I love Kepler tonight. He's a guy I'm definitely going to be all over in DFS formats. I think you want to load up on the twins. Uh, Again, you you stole my strategy. That's what I was hoping to do here. But Charlie Blackman on the board, uh, it was tough to pass up. What'd you end up doing? So you went Blackman with your first pick. Yeah, I went Blackman. I went, uh, then there were no real uh, Rockies left, so they all got taken. So I was going to try and do an Astro stack, and then Bregman got taken, but I got Altuve. You convinced me to go all beards. I took Rendon as a one-off because Robbie Ray is a guy that can give up home runs. And then, you know, I just took one of the Rangers again. All these guys are, are in pretty good spots tonight, so I don't hate the team, but we can fire up another one, and hopefully I can get my strategy to work this Let's time. Let's do it. And I, I just want to look at the pitchers real quick. So Lynn did go first, Clevenger. Went with the fourth pick, and then to the second round, it was Robbie Ray. Third round was Steven Matz, and then fourth round is when it seems like everybody really started racking up on the pitchers here. 
Wade Miley, Dustin May, Eduardo Rodriguez. So then Paxton Nova, and I was the last one to take Wood. All right. You know, that's where we are. I'm not going to cry about it. I'm going to go to draft another, right? Yep. I'm, I'm about to fire up another one. We'll, we'll do a 10-man. You know what we're going to do? Uh, we can change it up a bit. Let's do a – want to do a hitters only and avoid the pitchers this time? Sure. Screw pitchers. Yeah, let's do that. So we'll, it's not. This is the NFL is a passing league. Baseball is a hitting league now. The balls are juiced. Now it's warm outside. These ballparks are small. Let's just hit. Let's just yeah, hit. Listen, chicks dig the long ball, and uh, any chicks watching out there, this is the draft for you. So uh, we are going to fire away. Three, two, one, and go. We are firing up the draft, guys. So jump on in to the ten man draft, Mister Mimo. Jump on back in and with us again. Uh, you know, you think you can take advantage of us? Uh, you know, Holden says he's uh, out here paying the rake. I'm playing beer lineups. Devin's in here. I mean, three people. I'm are paying the rake. Yeah, today I am. Um, I do want to give a shout out to a Roto Grinders member though for the RG badge. It's a boo Lou. There's a whole bunch of O's and an L and a UU, and then Michael two o three. So thanks, guys. Uh, appreciate that. We got the badge perks. If you didn't know about that, so there's so many cool things going on at RG. Just show your badge and. Um, you fill out a Google form. It's pretty easy. You download the badge. You finish in the top 10 of a GPP on DK or FanDuel. It has at least 5,000 entries. You're doing good. Include a, sh- a screenshot. Just go to the uh, go to the chat here. But um, you got a free month of combo premium access, too. So it's pretty simple to do it. And congratulations to our, our winners, Bulu and Michael203. Pretty pumped for them, to tell you the truth. All right, very good. Where are we? Uh, yeah, we, we need one more person to fill this thing. I don't know if you jumped on in, Holden. Yeah, I did. We need one more, guy. So please jump on in. Uh, I oh, sent I the did. invite out. If you're not following me, it's Mangone. It's M-A-N-G-O-N-E. Give me a follow over there, and I, I can fire out some more invites uh, here. So again, do you want to, in this one, do you just want to stack again? You're probably stacking two teams. You don't want to go four, uh, you know, four different, play- five different players, do you? Uh, you want to stack, but like, again, this is a different kind of slate. If you kind of look at it, there's, there's a lot of bats. So I don't hate if you just kind of take guys here and there again, you don't want to force the stack, right? Because it's, it's one of those things in DFS, right? We can all play JD Martinez. If we want tonight, we can all play Charlie Blackman. He could be a hundred percent. owned. he probably won't be, but we can all play that guy. Once you get that one guy, he's off the board. So, um, you just kind of have to let the draft come to you kind of like any, any draft that you do. And I got the four pick. I think that's going to be a pretty decent spot. I'm just going to get screwed every time with the ninth Dude, pick. Holden, the ninth pick is not bad because you can kind of secure your guys because if you yeah. take, if you take two Astros or twins or, or just two other guys you want, other people will shy away from that stack. So the, when you have a lot of hitters going on and it's like a massive slate, of just tons of bats the, being at the end of the draft is nice because there's so many good picks at the end and you can just kind of lock in your stack or lock in your mini stack. Yeah. I'm just going to give up my, uh, my strategy here. We'll see what kind of Astros I got tonight. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking hopefully Bregman or Altuve or Springer or Correa around because that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. I like that a lot. And uh, let me see. I don't know if Slate IQ is live yet. Let's see if it happens to be, because if it is, uh, you know, I'm kind of curious what they have today going on there. Let me, let me pull it up now. Cause they're the twins in Astro stack were two teams. I'd hope and maybe I can get some leverage on today. That was one of my hopes. So I'm kind of curious if they're grading out early as good leverage stacks. I don't know. Really? Cause I mean, they're going up. Houston's going up against Kikuchi. 
expensive. They're just expensive. That's all. But I guess th- there's no pitchers to spend on. So uh, and, and there's cores, right? Cores always kind of in, there's always inflated ownership there. So it was kind of just like a, a thought. I figured there'd be a chance. And and it's been warm here. That's I'm just outside of Denver, man. And you can tell when it's it cools off at night. Like every night, it's 60 degrees at night. It's so amazing. It's like 90 during the day and 60 at night. But if it, if the temperature's still in the low 80s by game time, the ball's gonna fly. You know, it's once it cools down, it doesn't fly as much. It, it gets freaky because the outfield's so big and the ball keeps rolling. But, um, you know, that's where we are. So you took Kepler. You just tried, yeah. to, you tried to copy me. Listen, that's what I wanted to do. I'm all over them today. So <laughs> I like the Twins. And I'm looking at the slate IQ and, like, uh-huh. you know, Minnesota, their uh, total ownership is 39%. The leverage is 36.9. So it's not bad. It's pretty decent. And, again, this will update, too. The Astros – there's really no no leverage. It's not a negative. It's not a positive. It's in the middle right now, kind of. So um, we'll see, right? It updates, though, uh, a ton. So I'm kind of curious. And, you know, the the Giants will probably get ownership because they're in cores. So, uh, you know, it's a big 15-game slate, too. I don't worry about ownership as much. Uh, it's not really as much of a worry to me. I just want to avoid, like, uh, like cores, basically. I think that's a, a good spot to maybe avoid in large-field GPPs, right? If you're in, uh, you know, something like the Thunderdome, of course, you want to play those guys. And if the you're Thunderdome? In- you want to play them. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see here. Where's my boy Altuve? Give me a little Altuve. Huh? There we go. That's how we're going to start our Astro stack if I actually could get through this tonight. There you go. The only problem is Bregman already got taken. So, I know. Uh, I, Springer's know. gone too. Oh, Springer went too. Yeah, Springer went right before me. So yeah. that's the one. That's the thing. Like, it's going to get a little difficult here. Uh, you know, you, okay. might have, you might have to make a BRT lineup. No, you. here we go. No, Correa's got a mustache in this. So here, here's what I'm doing. I'm going Correa uh he's already yeah i already drafted him there you go so i got correa and who else altuve that's my first two picks i'm happy with this right now yeah and listen at the end like you can go for a guy like guriel who i'm sure he'll be there uh i'm sure no one's taking lefty lefty michael brantley and you know if we do think kikuchi gets blown up which he should right if you look at the numbers on kikuchi his numbers are not good i'm expecting him to get killed and he gets killed by both sides of the plate so uh I wouldn't mind going Brantley as like your last pick. Save that, you know, take a pitcher at four. I think and, I'm uh, done with the Astros, to tell you the truth. Um, because I don't want to sit there and cherry pick down at the bottom. There's a couple other teams tonight that are probably, I mean, listen, Minnesota really stands out more than anybody else. But there's some other teams that'll get overlooked. I mean, I, I think the Yankees, believe it or not, might get overlooked. I think Philadelphia, look at them. I mean, they're, their run total is almost up to six. Um, Rel Muto's coming off another big night there last night. I think the Phillies are another team that might get overlooked tonight. Oh, yeah. I, I agree with you. I was just about to mention that. The Phillies going up against Nova. Uh, you know, they have a huge total here. And Nova's been pitching better, though. I mean, you've seen his last two starts. He's getting he's getting the ground balls now. So that's interesting. Yeah, that's fair. But, like, if you look at the Phillies, right, like, they're a team that we play because they're just such a boom-bust team. Like, if you mm-hmm. look at them, uh, you know, they have some high strikeouts in that lineup. But Nova's not a high strikeout guy. So this is, like, kind of one of those perfect matchups that lines up for the Phillies that should be awesome. And, like, if you're playing DFS, too, like, one thing I love about, like, playing the Phillies is you're probably not leaving real Muto off the stack most of the time. And it just feels that terrible catcher position that you don't want to fill. Uh, you know, I like going Hoskins, Harper, Real Muto, like getting those three in there are definitely priorities. And then, you know, you could put Caesar and then, you know, maybe go as a one-off with, uh, you know, Hazley at the end in the outfield for 3.5K is a really nice price. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can easily uh, stack them up here pretty good. Who are you um, going with there, buddy? Um, uh, I'm going Bryce Harper because I just realized I was up. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. I like that, man. Good job out of you. 
Yeah, listen, we, we were talking about the Phillies now, and I do think this grades out really well for Harper and the matchup against Nova. Let's check. Uh, those guys have both in the, been in the league for a while. I'm not team BVP, but while we're here, I'll just pull it up right now. Let's do it. Let's see some BVP. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a BVP truther, but I don't know. It feels like a matchup that would grade out well for him. And look at that. Uh, six for 13 with two home runs. Again, Harper, he can hit those ground balls pretty well, right? That's kind of how his swing is. So, uh, and, and Nova is a ground ball guy. I like uh, Harper a lot in this matchup, and uh, hopefully that works out pretty well for him. Cattell Marte. I absolutely love Cattell Marte. Me and JSU just all over Cattell Marte. Although I tell you when the, when the Diamondbacks have been facing left-handers this year, it used to be just easy money because no one was on them. And now everybody's on them and they're not performing as well. So uh, let's see here. We had Harper, Cattell Marte uh, going. We'll see who NYJ, uh, NY Jets 1250 takes. And he's going Frankie Lindor. I like yeah. that. By the way, do you know why? Do you know where they rank right now against left-handed pitching the the Diamondbacks? I'm curious because I talked to Dean about this. It was early in the season. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yeah, the Diamondbacks are not that good against lefties." He's like, "Actually, you should look that up. You're wrong." And I was like, "Wow, I'm shocked how wrong." Old lefties. Yeah, and they were like sixth or eighth, I think. And mm-hmm. I believe I said to Dean, I can't remember. I was like, "Listen, like I'll take that they're like you know a bottom 15 team by the end of the the you know the season." And he wouldn't take that. I was like, "Because regression's gonna kick in. Like this is crap. Like it's not happening." And the regression has probably kicked in uh, i should probably pull it up and see but um i even went went to the point where i'd say they're gonna be a bottom 20 or not bottom 20 a bottom 10 team uh, by the end of the season so i'm kind of curious where they rank now uh maybe i can pull it up during the show right, i'm going judge tonight we'll see if he can get off his ass and you know get going here against the left-hander rodriguez yeah i mean the thing i don't hate about going with the yankees here today is you know eduardo, eduardo rodriguez can blow up right and, and this is gonna be a day where we already talked about some teams that people are going to go to, right? They're going to spend on, uh, you know, the Astros. They're going to spend on the Twins. They're going to spend on the Rockies. So uh, the Yankees, this could be a day where they really, really go overlooked. And, uh, you know, I'm sure the prices are up around the industry wherever you look. I'm sure there's some spots where they're a little cheaper. But, uh, yeah, again, there's a lot of offenses to like today. Here's a question I'll give you, Holden. Uh, I'm telling you, you can only play five offenses tonight. That's it. Like, only five offenses in DFS. Name me the five. Philly. Toronto and Baltimore, which is going to be a game stack for me. I absolutely love that. I'm going to go Texas. I'm going to go Houston and Minnesota. Did I do too many of them? I think you went six there. So All right, I'm going six, and I'm actually, you know, in this, I'm not going to fade, but I play a lot of tournaments uh, tonight. I'm not feeling the cash as much because of the pitching. So I'll probably fade a lot of Colorado, San Francisco. I'll get a couple of lineups in there, but I like the other teams. I just think there's going to be so much offense tonight. You don't have to go to San Francisco, Colorado. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm not playing cash games today. I'm just playing some GPPs, uh, you know, calling it a day, doing like the large field stuff, you know, trying to hit the big prize pool. And, uh, you know, I'll be hitting with the Astros and Twins or two of the offenses I'll look at. I really think this grades out well for the Phillies. That'll probably be my number three. And listen, I, I, it's not that I don't want to play, um, you know, the the Rockies, but in large field GPPs, it just makes more sense to fade them. So those are the three I'm definitely going to target. And then maybe I'll uh, add two more in there as the show goes on and figure out which ones. But I'm, those are like the three I kind of got myself married on to throughout the day. And I'm still looking for two more to really uh, figure out what that I want. Like I get it against the Tigers. Texas is fine, but I don't know. I don't love playing Texas too much. And it, I don't know. Is Texas going to get a lot of ownership today? I mean, they're over six. I, I, it's Detroit and Texas. I don't, you really have to dig in to go to Detroit and Texas, I think, to tell you the truth. I yeah, think it's it, going to be Colorado, San Francisco, Minnesota, Houston. To me, those are going to be the four teams. Yeah, it's fair. And I, I think like the three of the teams I mentioned already have some pretty 
they already have like enough ownership where I kind of want to get like one of those like teams that are just like absolutely not owned, like a 2% team, which like the Yankees is a team that can make sense with that. And your Orioles lineup is out by the way. So I'll, I'll break it down now. It just came through. I'll tell you who it is. It's VR, Mancini, Santander, uh, Nunez, Jace Peterson, Severino, Cisco, Chris Davis, who's absolutely awful always. And then Richard Martin. So that's Hold on. Pilar is not in there and Santander. Did no, Villar is number one in the uh, lineup. And it's Santander. Santander's three. Dude, nobody plays the Orioles. I cleaned up, uh, what was it, last weekend on, it was the Angels and the Orioles series. That series is bananas. They had a game go to extra innings, and it totally screwed the pitching for the last two games of the series. And the run total, they just went through the roof. I'm all in on this Orioles offense. There's another team. Nobody pays attention to the Orioles. They have been mashing the baseball. Tons of home runs. Yeah, they have been playing well. And, oh, man, Hoskins was taken. I am not happy about that. You shouldn't be. You should be very upset. Yeah, he, that's a great – dude, it's a great spot for him tonight. I'll go with uh, – who's left? I mean, there's a lot of good bats. I was going to go with Real Muto, but I – mean, you got three twins and a Bryce Harper. That's not a bad – that's a good lineup. I got the lineups up right now. I, I'm going to take I'm gonna take VR. He's like a high-floor guy. Safe. Uh, you probably won't kill me tonight, and uh, I'm not scared of the Blue Jays, and VR has been pretty good. So. Okay, you should be scared of the Blue Jays, though. Well, no one's, scared of, no one's scared of their pitching. No, no well, one's scared of their pitching. You're that's right. what I meant. I meant the pitching, uh, obviously. By the way, um, I've seen you on the, the uh, shows before, so I purposely wore a hat backwards just for you today. There you go. I like that. Does that make you feel good that I went out of my way to impress you? I am. I'm very happy about that. And I feel bad now because uh, pre-show, no one saw it. I took a shot at your Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, oh, I saw it. I mean, I heard it. It's fine. Where'd you, did you even go to college? Yeah, I went to Seton Hall, so not the best basketball team. But, dude, Kansas basketball is always underachieves every year. Every single year that team. Because the ex- because there's too high expectations, man. What do you mean always underachieves? We just went to the Final Four like two years ago. Uh, you always underachieve. I, I, I hate. Well, I have a bias towards them. I don't like them. Why? Because you lose money on them? No, That's I don't know. I don't, it is. I don't know why. Maybe it's because uh, I don't know. I don't know why it is, but I like how you can get into Kansas, dude. It's it's not very tough to do that. Am I up right now? No, we're we're done. Draft's over. We're gonna do another one. We got uh twenty minutes. Uh, no, I not twenty. Minutes. I got got 10. one more pick, don't I? Let me see. Let me look. Oh yeah, we do have one more pick. I just yeah, backed I got out. another pick. Yep, you're up right now with fifteen seconds. I got fifteen seconds left. I'm Hold on, we're gonna we're gonna do a fun one. We're gonna do uh, NY Jets is asking for it. Uh, we're gonna do a pitchers only draft. Oh my god! Yeah, this is gonna be fun. That's not gonna be fun, but I'll do it. I'm yeah. actually looking forward to it. But this is gonna be ugly. This is like uh, this is like the nerd herd. So you're out at a party or something, and you're just targeting the nerd herd standing in the corner trying to figure out if you can pick off a couple of those girls. It's gonna be great. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, this is what we're going to do. We have to, so we have to limit the amount of people. We're going to do six, obviously. Um, well, the problem with six is because there was an earlier game. There's only 12 games on this slate. We have to do five, actually. We can't do six. Uh, okay. Yeah, so we'll do five. Uh, so we only need three more of you to jump in here. Uh, Except why, Jets. I actually am looking forward to this. This should be fun. Yeah, these are always interesting. So we're going to do that. <laughs> and then after that, we'll, uh, we'll either fire up another one or we'll do a, a, a dream team. I don't know if you've done those formats, but you kind of get to pick your uh, players. That's always a good time. So we'll do a dream team together. And uh, as we're doing that, we got some uh, questions firing up in the chat, too. So we can answer that for the people. If you guys have any questions, feel free to throw them in there. Look at you, man. You're very sharp. I like it. You're keeping it. How close are we to filling on this? Uh, I haven't even sent no, it. I didn't even put it up yet. All right, let me just throw the pictures out there at you. Here's what we got. Oh, we got oh real quick, real quick, before yeah. you do that, let, let me fire the draft up. So you ready? Okay. To join? 
All right, three, two, one, and go. Okay, wonderful. I'm going. I wasn't invited, was I? No, you should be. I, you were on the invite list. Hmm. Oh, you didn't get in. I'm not. I'm not happy about that. We didn't get you in on that one. What that's am I okay. Do? You'll you'll pick with me. How's that sound? Oh, it's on your screen though. That's not good. But no, that's uh, horrible. We got to redo one. We have to redo one. So I'm gonna auto pick that one, guys. Let let Holden get in on this thing. Let me get in, guys. Jeez, you're so excited. I mean, at least let the host in and do this. All right, hold on. Sit on the fire tab. I'm sitting on the fire tab. All right, we'll Devin, do it. Devin, everybody knows Devin. He's just right now, he's going, what are we doing with this clown? Why is he doing this show? But right. uh, I'm actually having a lot of fun. I love the draft shows. So, All right, well, here we go, Holden. We're doing it again. Three. I'm on the fire. All right, Holden, let me make sure to add you in. I don't this. have to worry about fire on my laptop. Just going to tell you that. All right, three, two, one, and go. All right, you should be able to jump. Ah, in. I let Holden in. I did it. Yeah. I was right. exit number three. All right, guys. We need one more to get in there. Perfect. We are firing it up. And that was quick. So it's you. You are at the four pick. Uh, so here's the thing. Having the one pick is normally kind of nice because you get the best pitcher. Mm -hmm. But at the end, you can kind of get stuck with a bad bullpen arm if there's uh, not enough guys. So um, that can kind of be sketchy sometimes. But I mean, um, I think it's pretty clear today. The top two choices, though, Lynn and Clevenger. Like they got to go one, two, right? Sadly, like it's just, it grosses. I know Lance Lynn has been phenomenal this year. I, he's been amazing. I'm just not like a, uh, I'm not a Lance Lynn uh, buyer and truther. Uh, so and then you got Robbie Ray going up a good offense, I guess a good offense in the Nats. You got Eduardo Rodriguez, James Paxton. These two guys are going yeah. up against the Red Sox. I mean, there's just, it's doo-doo, man. It's yeah, not it's exciting. It's not just that Ray is going against a good offense. Like, here's the problem with Ray. Um, yeah. Ray is going against a team that doesn't strike out. If you look at the numbers on the on the Nationals, you put up on plate IQ, they just don't strike out a ton. So that's like the – and that's one thing that he's really good at. So, uh, I don't know, that kind of gets me a little worried. And Robbie Ray can blow up, right? Like, I don't hate the idea of, like, that Nationals stack. Like I said, I may have talked myself into that, like, 1% team that no one's going to have. Like, when Robbie Ray blows up, he blows up. I mean, it's <laughs> – ugly ass so um listen I, i'm talking myself into it a little bit we'll have to see if i end up doing uh miley and gosmer are going next aren't they i got my guy i got my guy i think he's got a beautiful matchup tonight team uh, that's not going to be able to touch him hopefully he yeah. gets innings in his arm doesn't fall off are you a mets fan too no no i'm not a, well i am oh yes i am a mets fan uh i don't like to tell people that but i am a mets fan uh yeah. i hate the i probably so here's the thing as a mets fan holden uh, you love the Nets from April to about June, but then you slowly Dude, I grew up a Mets fan. I was at six of the 86 World Series games. Oh, you're a Mets fan too. I didn't know. No, not anymore. After 2008, I got so angry that I just threw in the towel. It's like, oh, seven, oh, eight. I said, if this ha ever happens again, and I was actually covering baseball for Sirius XM. So I was going around and I was really into it. And both years, they just tanked. Plus I lost a lot of money bet. I was done. I'm done. I'm not, I never went. I don't even feel bad about it. I don't blame you. And by the way, Robbie, I took Robbie Ray somehow by accident. Like, I swear I clicked on James Paxson, so I'm stuck with Robbie Ray now. I love this my is... draft right now, by the way. I'm pissed. I thought I had Paxton. Oh, well, uh, I guess I'm going Gaussman now. This is, Actually, you know, I'm going to Ronald Rodriguez because he's got the upside to actually do something. I got Miley and Steven Matz as the guy that I'm targeting tonight. So I'm pretty happy about this. Yeah. But holding, so you're not – dude, my pick's not going through. I keep – Okay, perfect. I locked it in. Um, but I want to ask you this as a Mets fan. Like, uh, so I'm a huge Mets fan. It's uh, it's ugly. I don't like to tell people that, but you know, I like the route them on. But this is what I do. I kind of am a Mets fan from April to June, and then I just develop into a Yankees hater. Like by September, October, I just hate the Yankees. You're not excited now because they have a great rotation. 
Oh, Holden, we're not, we're not, we're not. Team? Holden, no, no. Oh, you're screwed. I know. I had I had a Yankee uh, I had a Yankee fan the other day say to me with with a serious face like Marcus Stroman's a great great pickup. He is a good pickup. It's a good. It's fine. Good it's pickup. It's okay. It's okay. Should have traded Syndergaard before his arm falls off. Yes, we should trade fun. the house away and rebuild because it's not a good team. Well, we Brody's should... going to get fired if they do that. Actually, man, the Mets have some really good young bats. Comforto uh alonzo mcneil is bust they got a good off they're on the cusp of a good offense if cespedes would not have ridden a, what do you do break break his wrists or his leg or something he riding a some, horse yeah he's an idiot what a ding dong I mean, come on you can't be doing that all right i'm gonna go oh this is bad there's not a lot left no i mean everybody's screwed right now we all have to take crap yeah, you gotta take pitchers and cores. I'm yeah. gonna take. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm take Big Boss Joe Ross. Just pray something. Big like. Boss Joe Ross. All right, dude. My picks aren't going through today. I don't know what's going on. I actually am literally picking the pick, and it's not going through. Firewood. Oh, there's a lot of bad stuff going on here. Ugh. Just. I'll go back to Alex Wood and hold my nose. Yeah. Hey, listen. Uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna win, right? Try and sweep the board. I think that's the way to go. So what do uh, I got with you now? So you got Joe Ross. That's not gonna work out well. My, my team's awful. Yeah, it is pretty bad. Well, Paxton and Eduardo. <laughs> if Paxton gets out of the first inning, he'll be fine. Yeah. I, I, listen, I'm just gonna pay the rake. I'm, I'm gonna fire up some YouTube questions because I want to help you guys out. Like, uh, I don't even care about this draft. <laughs> I'm so tilted because I literally clicked on Paxton and it didn't. Go. Like and I clicked on another guy and it didn't. You got happen. Paxton. No, I didn't get Paxton. Holden. You I got. Mean? I just I looked have, at your. Team. No, look at mine. I have Robbie Ray, James Paxton, Eduardo Rodriguez, Joe Ross. Not on my screen. It says I have Robbie Ray. Well, but what my screen says. My screen says you're going to be okay. All right, we'll see what uh, happens. What crap, but... do I want to go with now? Oh my god, this is so ugly. Yeah, this I can't even pay uh, attention. It's that bad. I just um, want to puke. I almost want to just take a reliever here. Oh, I'm gonna help the YouTube chat. Let's do that, Holden. So, Houston zero. stack or Colorado stack? Thoughts? We, I'd we rather have... take a zero than go with Peter Lambert. Well, <laughs> you can take uh, a bullpen arm if you want. Uh, Looks uh, Glenn Sparkman. I just want to, you know, yeah. I, again, I want to help you with the rake, buddy. Yeah, Glenn Sparkman's not good. This either. is a lot of fun, by the way. Yeah, it's because it gets really ugly and you can't yeah. even pay attention because yeah, it's I've so never fun. done just a pitcher one. Never yeah, done just a pitcher one. Yeah, it's really gross. We're we're gonna go with uh we're gonna go with Tyler Alexander. Can you play. do all kickers during football season? I never even thought about that. I don't think so. There's uh, no kickers. Yeah, there's no options. But hold it, I want to answer these YouTube chat questions. All man. right, do it. Go for it. Help them out. Uh, Houston or Colorado stack thoughts. Uh, we talked about it earlier, but what's your thoughts on it? I think Houston's gonna be lesser owned, right? Yeah, I think the tournament move is Houston, right? And if you're playing cash games, you want to get your Colorado. Experience. I think I could go cash with Houston too, man. Yeah, you can. It's Kikuchi. They're going to murder this guy. Yeah, I mean, if you look at Kikuchi's numbers, I was looking at him earlier. I still have it up. Uh, it's not good. If you look, the ISO is 275 against lefties. Woba is 389. Against righties, it's 358 uh, Woba and 215 ISO. So Garbage. You know, yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty nice spot overall. I would uh, I would definitely fire away with that. And Holden, you have to take a bullpen arm. Uh, I just took Alexander, so good luck. This is going to be bad, man. Yep, it's not going to be pretty for Amir you. Garrett's not even out there, is he? Isn't uh, Garrett like suspended, or is he gonna? Is he appealing it, and then it's not going to happen? I don't know, man. This is just this is horrible. Yeah, I don't know how it's. This gonna... is just a horrible, horrible thing here. I know who I'm going to take. This is going to be really bad, but I don't care. 
Yeah, we'll fire with this. We'll take a shot. Um, but yeah, let's do some more questions. Uh, QQ, top two scoring uh, FanDuel SPs tonight. Who do you got? Top two scoring fan. Well, don't we just go and keep it simple again and just go back to Lance Lynn and, and Clevenger? Yeah, um, I think I think they're like the you know two like high strategy guy. But I will mention on FanDuel specifically, right? Like Kevin Gaussman's sixty three hundred against the against the uh, Reds. Uh, that's a really nice price tag. You can just fit in all the bats. I think I'm going to say this: uh, Kevin Gaussman, one of the better pitchers to play tonight. Like I'd even consider it in cash games because again, he's sixty three hundred and you can load up on the bats. And again. I'm not the biggest fan of pitching day. I don't think it's a day to really spend on pitching. So, uh, Kevin Gaussman for 6,300, that's what I'm doing. Uh, I'm definitely be having a tournament team over there on FanDuel, and that's what I think you guys should do. Yeah, um, Matt's a 7,800, so that's yep. somebody else I was I was targeting. But I'm not. I I would I would save the money. I'm right there with you. I think that's good. And if you wanted to pay up for Lynn or Clevin, I still think Lynn's going to just smash it tonight. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Favorite sneaky stack tonight. Who do you got? But what what is sneaky? Like is Minnesota yeah. sneaky? Is Houston sneaky? Is Colorado or San Francisco sneaky? All these got all these teams are just gonna mash. We should we should have eight thousand runs tonight. Yeah, but I will go with this. I will go with the Toronto Blue Jays again. That's my sneaky stack. Absolutely right. love what these guys are doing. These baby bombers are crushing it. Give me a little. Give me a little Toronto stack tonight. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, I think they're a good stack, but uh, I'll just give you my three. It was Minnesota, it was the Phillies, and it was the Astros. I'm not caring about ownership as much. I think a lot of people are going to gravitate towards cores. I think this is the day to not worry about ownership as much, right? Uh, obviously, when you're building your full lineup, maybe if you think you have a chalkier stack, maybe uh, pivot a little bit at pitcher. Don't play a chalky pitcher, especially today, because again, the pitching options aren't the greatest. So feel free to maybe get a little different there as well. Uh, we got, I think, two more questions. Um, uh, any love for Austin May's debut tonight uh, against the uh, against the Padres? So you have any interest in the uh, the new guy pitching, Dustin May? Yeah, Dustin. I mean, it's the it's the Dodgers coming up tonight. I mean, there is a lower implied total for for San Diego. I'm just I think he's more like cash viable if you're going to go that way on two pitcher sites. I wouldn't go with him on a one pitcher site. Yeah, I don't hate him. It just depends on the price. But I think against the Padres, right, anyone against the Padres is always interesting. So I would definitely uh, be price sensitive throughout. By the way, did you see Fernando Tatis last night? I was just watching the game. It was maybe the seventh inning, and he made one of those plays, just went uh, toward third base, slid, caught the ball backhanded, and threw from his back in the air to first base. And he actually got the runner, but they it was uh, – Pollock, because I had I needed numbers from Pollock last night, and I, thank God he was safe there. But he threw him out. Like Tatis is just, uh, I, I wish he was playing on the East Coast so you guys could watch him more. He is amazing, amazing. Yeah, and he was traded for uh, James Shields, uh, which is absolutely disgusting, but uh, that's what happened. So uh, Tatis is awesome. Uh, definitely agree with you there. But hey, listen, hold on. I think we got to get on out of here. I think there's we a do? yeah, I think so, Devin. Now let us know. We got to go. That was quick. Yeah, we got to go. So, Are you going to make sure I never do this again? That's the question. All right, guys. Take care. Thanks a lot. Travis, good talk. Later. Welcome to Sharpside's Top Props. 
I'm Man Goer, and I'm be giving you guys four of my favorite props on tonight's MLB slate, including my lock of the night to help you fill out your betting card. But before we dive into the picks, guys, I want to tell you about our side street contest that we had going on last month, give you some updates on the winners, and then go through the next contest that we have. We had the July street contest going on for the locks, and we had user LWEL21. He won the streak with 11. He won $1,000 FanDuel credit. Great guy. Talked with him in fan and uh, not FanDuel chat, uh, Roto Grinders chat back in the day. So uh, good guy. Glad to see him win that. Sharp dude. Congrats on that. Second place, we got D Bacchus, uh, DDS. $300 FanDuel credit. Congrats on that. And then we had a two-way tie for third, each getting $100 in FanDuel credit. That's Don Cubano and Clarky07. So congrats on that, guys. We have another contest going on. I'm sure these sharp fellows will be in that contest going on in August. We got the Handicapper of the Month going on. So uh, use the SharpSide app. Uh, most units won in the month of August across any and all bets will win $500 in FanDuel credit. So jump on in. That's our big contest going on for August, and I'm sure we got contests going on for the football season. Be ready for that. We got NFL futures bets I saw up there. So uh, lots of good stuff going on here at SharpSide. But let's dive in and start talking about the picks first up we have an early sweat for you guys this is the two o'clock game this is jose quintana at four and a half strikeouts and i have the over at minus 121 like i said earlier guys this is a two o'clock game this is an early one so get this pick in quick uh you know early sweats are always a good time and i thought that this was a good line that i saw here on quintana at four and a half strikeouts because i haven't projected for six strikeouts in this matchup i also noticed the bat has him for five and a half strikeouts and i like trusting projections here uh this line looks just a little off and i want to take advantage of lines that are off on the number uh compared to you know multiple projection sites and i just think this matchup is looking well for Quintana. Uh, looked at some of the, uh, you know, strikeout numbers for the Milwaukee lineup, and it is a little scary, but uh, this is a spot where I'm just going to trust the projections here. I think this line is a little low on Quintana at four and a half at minus 21. Uh, one other thing that I think is great here that uh, can get overlooked is the wind is blowing in at Wrigley today. And of course, everyone knows about the Wrigley wind. But one thing when you're looking for guys getting strikeout props, right, I want them to go deep into the game. And uh, I think that's a nice bump for the pitcher because it's not going to create more strikeouts, the wind blowing in, but it can keep, keep Quintana's ERA down a little bit and just help him get deeper into the game. And if we can get seven innings out of Quintana, you know, that's great. I think he'll get to the strikeout number. I think he can do it in four and a half. I think he can do it in five innings. But again, the wind blowing in should help him out here and I think this line is just off at the number at four and a half so I got the over. We're heading over to Texas with this next pick and another pick that I think the line is off on and that's Lance Lynn at eight and a half strikeouts at minus 150 and I have the under here. Now you don't typically see me take too many unders uh, in these videos. I typically lean to the overs because I'm a daily fantasy player but you gotta love unders and learn to love them because they're great in sports betting. Uh, and Lance Lynn, he is pitching well this season at 3.55 XFIP, a strikeout rate of 27.2%, and a walk rate of 5.6. Uh, the numbers look great here. It's a, it's a Tigers lineup that's very strikeout prone. Their projected lineup is at 26.1K percentage. And I understand a lot of strikeouts here. And you think, Travis, you're crazy. Why are you taking the under at eight and a half strikeouts? And that's just because this line is too high for Lance Lynn. I understand there's a lot of strikeouts here, but 
you know, that's just way too high of a line. I thought the number would either be six and a half. More likely, I thought maybe seven and a half because of the recency bias and how great he's been. He's got like, you know, he had a 12 uh, strikeout game against the Astros, I think it was. I think he has a bunch of eight and nine strikeout games. So the recent form is phenomenal. And I understand why, why they put the line up here because of what he's been doing recently. But this line is just too high for Lancelin at eight and a half strikeouts. He has to get nine. That just feels crazy to me. So I am staying away from the over here. I am taking the under. Uh, also, if you look, like I talked about with Quintana, most projection sites, they are lower on Lance Lynn's number. Uh, no one has him projected for over eight strikeouts in this matchup. So I just think this number is too high. A lot of other people think this number is too high. Uh, not trying to be the smartest man in the room, just trying to trust a lot of people and including myself. When I first saw eight and a half strikeouts, I was very you know, alarmed. All the bells rang. I was like, this is crazy. So I checked with other sites and uh, they kind of agree. Uh, this is not a, as good of a spot for Lance Lynn as maybe the uh, you know Vegas number is saying. So give me the under at eight and a half strikeouts. Next up, we have a value pick and I got Jorge Polanco at 0.5 home runs at plus 500 and I have the over here. Glenn Sparkman is not good. Let's just face it. He has a really, really terrible exit at 5.50. He has a bad strikeout rate at 12.8% and he's giving up 38% fly balls and 40% hard contact. If you also look at the numbers, Sparkman is getting crushed by lefties all season long. He's allowing a Woba of 392 and a 311 ISO, along with a 44% fly ball rate and a 44% hard contact rate on an average exit velocity of 91 miles per hour. Man, Sparkman, he is not good. Uh, if you also look Polanco, he's got really great numbers compared to some of these other twins, right? Uh, there's a lot of great hitting options here. Rosario's an awesome one. Kepler, Cruz, they're all good. And this is just simply a great value pick at plus 500. Uh, Polanco, he's got a 400 Woba, a 242 ISO against right-handed pitching this season. And these numbers are pretty close to Kepler and Rosario. And, you know, you're getting those lines at plus, you know, 270, plus 240, which I still think they're good picks, but there's just a ton of value here at the number at plus 500 for a guy who's the second best plate IQ rating of the day. So uh, really like Polanco here. Also, if you look at his last 15 days, Polanco is averaging a 93 mile per hour exit velocity and a batted ball distance of 216. So uh, things are lining up really well here. If you if you ever met a guy named Glenn, I feel like guys named Glenn are not that scary and I'm not scared of Glenn Sparkman. Love the value here with Polanco. Love the Twins hitting a ton of home runs tonight. All right, guys, before we get to the lock of the night, please hit the little subscribe graphic on the video and give us a like. Also, I want to know who your favorite props are tonight. So drop them in the comment section below and let's crush tonight. We're staying in Minnesota with my lock of the night, and we got Max Kepler at plus 240, and I'd be over here. Now, I already discussed a lot of reasons why Sparkman's bad. I'm not just going to spit out the same stats for you guys, but I dug a little deeper into this matchup, and we know the Royals' bullpen is not very good. It's especially not great if you look at when they're trailing by five or more runs, which we expect them to be obviously doing tonight because the Twins have a huge implied total at 6.75. So uh, let's look at the numbers here. Looking at the plate IQ, the matchup is a 7 of 10 rating for ISO and Woba hitters, which is a pretty solid rating overall, so I like seeing that. On top of that, I looked at, you know, when they're, tra when they're trailing by five uh, runs or more, and Lopez gets the majority of the work. Uh, you know, Lopez, he's horrible against lefties. If you look at the numbers, a .428 Woba and a .252 ISO. So things are lining up for the lefties to crush Lopez. So really like that there. Uh, not only is this matchup sweet by all the numbers here, but Kepler should crush because if you look at Kepler's numbers, he's number one ranked plate IQ rating slate of the day. And not only is he the number one play, but like, He's got a really high rating, right? It's at like 77. I, I looked at a slate uh, earlier in the week and like one of the highest slate IQ ratings was 65. 
and uh you know he's got a 77 rating a lot of these twins are really high up there and again it's because sparkman is really bad this royals bullpen is really really bad everything grades out for a perfect day for the twins uh kepler he comes into this game with a 295 iso a 384 woba against right-handed pitching just everything grades out really well here for him on top of that over the last 15 days kepler has been smashing the ball 94 mile per hour exit velocity 236 batted ball distance uh really like that there again talking about the twins they're great dfs options but i love the idea of just betting all three betting rosario uh betting kepler and betting uh polanco here for the value i think betting all three is great i think two of them can hit a home run uh love doing that today love the twins and i think it's a great spot thanks a lot for joining me tonight guys let's sweep the board tonight and go twins What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Yahoo Show here on Roto Grinders. Uh, I am Britt Devine here with uh, Chris Kirkwood. Uh, Chris, dude, uh, it's been a while. A uh, long time no see, my friend. Uh, we haven't done a show in a while. Happy to be back on the Yahoo Show uh, and having some fun today. Uh, welcome. You know, it's Friday. The weekend's right around the corner. Uh, how, how's it going for you? Uh, it's great, man. Loving this uh, summer weather. Cooled off a little bit in Boston today, so it's just a beautiful day out. Uh, this summers are what dfs is all about right like there's nothing better than summertime in dfs for me at least well i mean football dfs is what it's all about when well you get i know but like just the lifestyle like during the summer is just oh yeah you can go do whatever you want and then you make a couple baseball lineups and everything's good yeah yeah i definitely agree summertime is when i uh you know football season and basketball we're stuck indoors a lot doing a lot of stuff but yeah you're you're able to actually live your life and enjoy it a little bit especially up here in the northeast right you can't do that in december you know i'm not down in orlando at at disney world right we're stuck in the northeast up here most of the time yeah thankfully i'm not in uh stuck at disney world but uh (laughs) uh, yeah agreed um yeah we we don't it'd be nice if i lived in san diego or something but yeah uh, all right, guys, uh, we're going to do Yahoo. we got 12 games tonight, right? It's going to be a pretty fun slate. Lots of ways to make lineups. Uh, if you had Robbie Ray in uh, any of your lineups, if you were considering him, he has been scratched. Uh, we're going to get another lefty on the mound, Alex Young. Uh, so uh, I think the Nats bats all of a sudden look a lot better. They're priced down, at least on DraftKings. Um, so it's going to kind of change. If you were looking at ownership, there's going to be some pretty wild swings, I think, uh, once that gets updated. So just keep that in mind as you make your lineups. Um, I want to talk football. So I got a couple football things. The first is best ball on Yahoo. I've got it pulled up here. Uh, they're pushing it. It's available on the app now too. So you can draft it right from the app in case you hadn't done that. Well, I don't know, maybe like three or four weeks ago or something like that. Uh, it's available on the app. It's available on the site and they go a lot quicker than they used to. And these things are noob filled 
to the max. If you go, uh, you know, we, we like draft. Everyone plays on draft a lot, but it's a little bit sharper crowd. The ADP is sharper. People are sharper on those. You go into a Yahoo league, you're going to be playing uh, against probably some randoms that might be like their first thing, the first time they've ever seen a best ball or something like that. So it's a, a nice crowd to get into. Uh, so go support uh, the Yahoo best balls. Uh, if you never played on the best ball or on Yahoo, uh, Grinders 30, uh, get you 30 Yahoo bucks. Uh, you can kind of play them right away and you can jump right into some games on them. So make sure to go check that out. Uh, the other thing I, I know, Mr. Kirkwood in the summertime, you, you have not read my Millionaire Maker article yet, have you? I just wanted to say it's the most, it's the best read I've ever read. In- <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to be very disappointed if you don't win the Millionaire Maker this year. Yeah, so this it's premium only this year. I spent a lot of time on it. So if you guys are premium members and you want something to read and you're jonesing for football, read it. Read it again. Read it before you start making some uh, large field GPP tournaments. There's some specific things, right? Like in baseball in a night, we're trying to beat, you know, in like one of those large field tournaments, Chris. 15,000 people, 18,000 people. Uh, the Millionaire Maker is like 300,000 people. There's a tournament on DraftKings. you got to be 800,000 people to get into first place. you got to do some weird things to get into those, and hopefully uh, an article like that can kind of set you in the right direction. So if you're a premium member, uh, make sure to go check that out. I put a lot of time into it, uh, and if you have any questions on it, I just slide into the DMs, and I'll help you out on it. Uh, all right. Ready for some baseball? I am. I just want to say this is like a great time for DFS, period. Mm-hmm. Uh like we've got all like we finally have like sites in competition with each other mm-hmm. and they're all starting to throw like Yahoo's going to be making a big push when football season starts. So it's going to be awesome. So you got some, in, you got some inside info. I do. Uh, I've right. talked, they've asked me for some suggestions and whatnot, and they've, they've kind of hinted at some things that they're all doing. Right. So um, I'm excited. Uh, I, it's my favorite site to play on, but um, other than that, I just like that. I'm getting offers from other other companies now too. I just like having all these choices. And bonus stuff. here, rake yeah, free bonus, there, big yeah. contest there. It's fun. It's, it's like it's not the old Wild West like in 2011, 12, where there were like a hundred sites, but they're all competing against each other. It's football season. There's there's lots of money to be made. And like we could have gone down a completely different path where it would have been FanDuel and uh, DK merged, and then we would have no choices. I think there's a big book coming out about that about their competition, how they tried to merge. Uh, I saw Kale tweet something about it, but uh, yeah, well, what what could have been? And I'm I'm kind of glad it's not right. More sites, uh, the better. More competition. Hundred percent. Yeah, uh, I like that too. But anyway, let's jump into some baseball. All uh, we're gonna do, we're gonna go game by game here, and then we'll we'll try to fill in some of our favorite plays in a lineup uh, as well as talk some tournaments for you. So, uh, let's go to the Boston New York game, and I guess one of the the main things we need to talk about today <clears throat> is what. What are we doing with James Paxton basically everywhere? Are, are you okay, Chris? What are you looking for? My phone. I feel like naked. Uh-oh. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, if, if you got to leave to go get it so the girl doesn't see anything, go get your phone, my man. I, want, I don't want you getting in trouble. What the heck? Uh, never mind. No, I'll, I'll go crazy. So let's just, let's just put it behind us. All right. Um, so what are we doing with James Paxton today? Because this is like on Yahoo – on DraftKings, if you look at the bat, he projects well. He projects for, you know, a reasonable amount of strikeouts on him his own. But, like, I'm looking at him against a Red Sox lineup in Yankee Stadium. All right, we're good. We don't have to worry about anything. I know the price is good everywhere. I don't know if I'm going to do it today. The bat really likes him if you look at that. The strikeouts on his side should be there. But I'm a little scared away. I think there's some other guys in better matchups. I have a little more interest in, in cash games. 
Uh, I think Paxton's more of a tournament play for me today. All right. Yeah, this is the big decision of the night. So I was talking with you pre-show quickly um, about how pricing is kind of easy today, at least from like the hitting side and, and building lineups is pretty easy, except the, the main, there's one main decision you got to make here. And that main decision is at SP two. I think we're going to be in agreement on who the SP one is, mm -hmm. but uh, James Paxton is, Paxton is certainly in the, the conversation for, for SP two. Um, it is a tough matchup. He just got blown up uh, against them in Fenway park. Uh, there's the pressure of Yankee stadium and maybe, you know, all of that stuff. And uh, just being a Yankee pitcher, getting closer to the playoffs. However, he's cheap. Right. And so who's his comp, who are we looking at in his price range for an SP two, right? We're looking at, we've got Jason uh, Vargas, Cy Vargas. Well, I'm, I'm not, I, have, <laughs> I, I, I could see that. I haven't really, I just don't play him. What about ginger guard? Yeah. Yeah. Ginger Thor. Um, <laughs> Ginger, is it Ginger Guard or Ginger Thor? Ginger Guard, I heard, was the uh, his new nickname. Okay, um, yeah. So that's a and that's a that's a wild card, right? Like he's got the stuff, he's got the pedigree, he's got the pitch arsenal. He's supposed to be nasty, but you never know what to expect from these young kids in their first start. And you've got um, Dave Roberts hanging over him. So what do we realistically expect him to go as far as a pitch counter inning limit here? I don't know. I've got an idea. He's kind of stretched out. He's gone about six innings in most of his minor league starts. He's thrown up 97 and 95 pitches in a few starts, 77 in his last start. But um, I really don't know. I don't know. So um, you were it sounded like you had a, an idea on that. Well, you know, I think you're fine on that. My, the, like the other guys too, like we've got Gaussman, we've got Martin Perez on Yahoo. I think if Paxton and then, was... And then we've got Mats. Yeah, and there's Mats. I think if Paxton was like, 40 on yahoo or if he was even like 500 dollars more on DraftKings tonight it'd be i think i just go to, down to the next tier I, I don't know it's just it's very tough on these big slates for me to take a pitcher in new york against boston and feel super comfortable with it he got rocked in his last game now he also put up 48 yahoo points earlier in the season that's when boston was a little you know struggling quite a bit more than they are now here i'm kind of i don't think i'm gonna throw him on my cash team tonight i think he's more of a tournament tournament play for me on yahoo well, so here's the thing. So I know I'm, I've wrestled with this today. And as of right now, I decided on putting James Paxton in, um, in my cash and GBP lineups. And it's strictly because of the upside, right? Yes, it's not the best strikeout matchup. But if this guy pitches well, and it's a big revenge spot for him, right? And this is a big revenge spot for the Yankees in general after that last, you know, series mm -hmm. in, in Boston, but, like, the time is now for this guy to get going. He still has a 30, close to a 30% K percentage. He's got a 14, above 14% swinging strike rate. It's risky for sure. But from a pitch count standpoint, I mean, we know that this guy can go 100 pitches, right? And and could, if he's on, you know, this we could blow away some of the competition here. I mean, it's such a nice price that I'm just tempted to, to roll the dice here. Um, what are you doing? I'm not playing Erod basically at all tonight. He's way too high on Yahoo, and uh, I'm not going to take a lefty uh, against the Yankees. Although he has been pitching pretty well, uh, I think maybe there's some GPP appeal on DraftKings, but certainly not at this price tag on Yahoo. Uh, the bats in this game are interesting. the The problem is they're all maybe a little bit too high on, on 
I don't know what happened to the DraftKings algorithm, but they, they, they dropped the price so much on the Yankees. They're, they're extremely uh, affordable over there. And if you're, you know, you can get Aaron Judge. I know he's slumping a little bit, but he's 18 bucks. You can get a guy like Hicks. You can get Edwin. They're reasonably in play tonight. Probably not the most ideal plays, you know, point per dollar or anything like that. But a guy like Judge against Erod at 18, that looks like a pretty decent play to me. Oh, no doubt. I mean, he's going to be the chalk on uh, DK, but the problem with here, he's actually going to be a pivot. I mean, he'll be in, he'll be at, in, in everybody's Yankee stacks. We know that, right? Like his pricing and everything. And there will be Yankee stacks. Everyone will play Yankee stacks. That just happens, but he's a very interesting one-off tonight on Yahoo um, outside of stacks because the chalk is going to be like uh, Charlie Blackman. Yep. Right? And the cores. And there's, I mean, it's basically the same price, 19, what is he, 18 bucks? Yep. Yep. So like to me, I mean, maybe people will fit them all, but there's plenty of good outfield plays. I think he makes a pretty interesting um, GPP one-off play on Yahoo tonight. Yeah. Other than that, I'm not really too interested in pretty much any other bat on Yahoo tonight. They're all just a little bit too expensive outside of stacks, which I think are fine. Uh, I wouldn't even mind a, uh, I know Paxton can be good, but if somehow you worked in a Red Sox stack, and a lot of people do end up using Paxton, uh, a little bit of leverage in the, the smaller tournaments on, on Yahoo tonight. Uh, let's go to Toronto, Baltimore. Uh, I'm definitely not using the pitchers in this game, correct? We're not using Brooks or uh, I forgot who was uh, pitching for uh, Toronto. Former Font now, I think. Yeah, we're, not, we're not using those guys today. <laughs> this yeah, game, no. This game's all about bats. Uh, the problem is – what are we – there's really nothing – you know, at 15, smoke at 15 looks good, but there's way better plays at first base today. Uh, if you scroll down, there's nothing really cheap on, on Yahoo today. These are tournament plays. If you go over to DraftKings on Bal- – Baltimore is priced through the nose on DraftKings and compared to some of the other teams out there today. So probably not too interested in them. I don't think they're going to have a bad game. It's just – how do you fit these guys in when there's like, I think that every game except that Mets pirates game has a team with at least a five run total in it. How do you get to like overpriced Toronto Baltimore players on a slate like today? Um, you do it because of the weather, because of the ballpark and because of the terrible bullpen game, you know, that, that he's going to be doing it. So there is one play that I'm, you know, if you land on Pedro Severino, a catcher, I can't blame you. Um, for 12 bucks, he's got, you know, home run upside. So I don't mind that. But uh, other than that, it's tough. Like, but like Trey Mancini, obviously, you know, you're going to, you're going to go to Charlie Blackman, Aaron Judge, but that makes these guys interesting GPP plays. And, uh, you know, Vlad is the same price as yesterday after he double donged. It's the same bad bullpen. It's Aaron Brooks, who was, you know, dumped by a team that absolutely needs pitching you know, and he's been terrible as an Oriole too. So there's upside here. This is a game, like this is a great game stack in general. I mean, and then you also get, uh, we're going to get the, you know, the first game for Derek Fisher here on the Blue Jays. If you remember him, he used to be leading off for the Astros, but now he's at the bottom of the uh, Blue Jays lineup. Yeah. I don't think uh, for eight bucks, you can find better plays than I think Derek Fisher today. <laughs> I'm just saying it, it, it could, it could, he, he's got some upside. Peterson, uh, I don't think you need a $9 second baseman on Yahoo today, but if you did, I think he's in the mix. And Severino, I think a lot of people are going to go to Posey, who's just – 
he's got awful, but he's in cores and they got a big total. So I do like your call on Severino. He wasn't really on my radar, but but I like that quite a bit. So I think Severino is going to be a nice swerve off Posey today. I mean, there's Posey, there's McCann, but like if you're if you're someone who's actually look made a really good lineup that they like with May in it, and you wanted to the, change it and go to Paxton, and you needed that extra dollar, Severino fits. Uh, let's go to the here. Yeah, let's go to the Mets game and let's talk Steven Matz because he's another guy. Uh, he was 26 bucks, 40 fantasy points. Same team. Now he's outside of New York. So New York's been a big thing for him this year, but Pittsburgh, it's a really good park to pitch in and it kind of cures his problem, which is right-handed power uh, in Pittsburgh today. He's 29 bucks. He's one of these guys. I'm considering doing it. Josh Bell's in a slump. This Pittsburgh lineup doesn't really look too strong. The wind's blowing in. It's it's just 80, which I guess is okay. The lineup doesn't really look too great. I think Matt's is a, a pretty reasonable play on basically any site you can find them today. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, but the one thing that will get me off of him here is that uh, Capone in chat just said that he's using um, – Smart. Yeah, he said that he's using Matt's today. And I know he didn't use Matt's the last time against uh pit when he was chalk and super cheap now he's going to be even chalkier and uh this just seems like he's you know he missed him once and now he's going to jump on and then he's going to he's going to go down to flames so that would get me off of him but the matchup is great right like he pitched amazing against them i think that was a ceiling game i don't think we're going to see a complete game shutout but you know pittsburgh uh, as cheese alluded to in his article today just has such a low walk rate they just and they just don't have that much talent and josh bell uh has really fallen off a cliff here um after his incredible start to the season and you know they got rid of dickerson i mean this just nothing to really be scared of in this lineup and uh matt's is certainly capable you know it's it's usually like one or the other with matt's it's like it's usually he's going to be terrible or just on um mm-hmm. So uh, his price is so ripe. It's so cheap that it, it you can't say he's a bad player by any means. And just the one thing, Pittsburgh's lineup doesn't strike out a ton. I've gone back to 2018 on plate IQ, and there's not a lot of red in the strikeouts. But you mentioned the walks. They're not really there. So maybe those don't get 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 too high. The the power is really sapped. The bottom of this lineup is garbage. He's going to face a pitcher. Uh, and the, the right-handed power is what Matt's really struggles, you know, can struggle with. And the park sort of neutralizes that quite a bit. So uh, I think Matt's is in play. If you need him in cash, I think he's perfectly fine. If you don't like the, the Gaussman, the Martin Perez's, uh, if you don't like uh, Ginger Guard or anything like that, I think you can kind of fit him in there. Uh, Trevor Williams basically doesn't have any room for me in pretty much any format. I think these last couple of games where he had seven strikeouts in each of them, uh, certainly not the Trevor Williams we we normally expect. He was pretty horrible before those getting hit around quite a bit. Now, his last matchup was also the Mets, so he's got that going for him. But uh, I, I just don't see how Trevor Williams really works his way into any of my lineups today. No, it's he's cheap. It, like on a different slate, if we didn't have all this plethora of options, if we didn't have mats for even cheaper, then uh, I could certainly make a case for him. But he's just going to be overlooked tonight. Um, large field GPP, I don't mind it at all. Um, you know, it's very, there's definitely a path here for him to throw a good game against this lineup, but, uh, yeah, he's not a very uh, sexy play. As much as I like Matt's, if you're, 
digging for in the value bin today, I think we got to talk about a couple Pirates bats, right? We've got uh, Young Hong Kong. We've got uh, Jose Ozuna. I think both of those – or Ozuna made the lineup, and he's hitting fifth. And he is $9 at first base. Now, it's really tough to use your first baseman, I think, on him today. Um, would he enter any of your lineups at that cheap of a price? I mean, yeah, you can always play – so, like – if you like your lineup, if you get married to some other high-end guys and you need a value, there's there's nothing wrong with playing a guy who does have some pop for eight bucks or whatever, right? And like you could do say the same thing with Sam Travis, right? He's uh you know he's been terrible, but he has he's a guy who's in the past shown some pop down in the minors and whatnot, and uh, you know he's he's been chalked a couple of times and gotten me. Uh, gotten a home run for seven bucks and uh he could do the same thing again tonight with the platoon advantage so there's no problem taking these guys if they fill your lineup it's not the it's not the priority that's for sure though uh ramos is another guy if you needed him you had uh the orioles catcher ramos is 11 bucks if you're trying to find a, a cheaper guy uh, i think is certainly in play him cano right he has the three home run game uh finally you know had another home run game what are you doing with him not so much on yahoo but on DraftKings. Is, is he's basically free on DraftKings today. How are you handling that? But this is the Yahoo show, Brett. Well, look, we talk, we do a wide swap here. We kind of handle everything. So, so not so much on Yahoo. Um, not so much on Yahoo, just because we've got, we should get a, another option um, right. for $2 cheaper in cores. All right. Let's go to uh, the White Sox Philly game, which uh, I know this is the Yahoo show, but this is a very, strange game if you look at ownership uh, at least on DraftKings because we've got Vargas who's 37 and he's just kind of he's going out there and getting it done uh, the advanced metrics don't really look too good but he's facing you know a reasonably good matchup here today uh, in the White Sox uh, is he I don't think I'd pay more for him than Paxton so I'd probably go to the, the tiers below him if I was looking for somebody cheap. But what's your thoughts of him overall as a play? He's going to be pretty popular, at least on DK. I feel like he's going to get there and, like, be the nuts. But, like, I won't play him. It's just what happens with Jason Vargas. But um, I can't just – I mean, I'll take Paxton over him any day. <clears throat> you know, just from a strikeout ups standpoint. Um, I get it. The matchup is much better. But it's still hot humid uh tough hitting park um although it is a completely uh, i i mean i guess the only bats i really worry about are what are we worried about here abreu yeah there's abreu Anderson. anderson's back now they get a little bit pop so there's it's it's scarier it's actually, got the lefty masher and james mccann too yeah mccann so it's like all that two three four five is you know it is scary the rest of it is about the the best thing you could ever see um, so, I mean, I'll pass, but I don't mind the play. If you want to play him for GPPs, I get it. Um, I just, I'll take Paxton or I'll take the unknown with, uh, Dustin May or I'll go down to Mets. Yeah. I, w I wanted to note this. So I've got Sleet IQ up. If you're premium, uh, here on Roto Grinders, you have access to it. I'm going to refresh it to see if any, uh, changes have come in from the, uh, the Robbie Ray news, but nothing's happened yet. And I, I rarely see this on DraftKings. So we've got Vargas at 20% owned, the fourth highest owned pitcher. Uh, if you go up to the uh, the stack tool, the White Sox are the second highest owned stack today. 
this is this is a very because they're just they're so cheap at least on DraftKings today which side of this this is going to be like a decision point a lot of people if you're playing a lot of lineups right you can do whatever you can stack the pitcher against them you could take the pitcher if you're playing like one team which side of this would you rather have uh, i would take varg i wouldn't i wouldn't put my faith in the white Sox bats i think i lean your direction too um it's just the the price on the white Sox is going to draw a lot of people in and uh i don't know if i'm on that today they're they're negative leverage uh, obviously because I, I mean do- i wouldn't i don't as far as like a top, so what are the odds they really end up being a top stack here of the day? But like, Marcus I think that, never gets, he, he's rarely yeah. gets blown up. And I think it's a good spot for one-offs. Like if you, Tim Anderson, Abreu, Jimenez, McCann, any of those guys, you know, putting in a lineup, that's fine. If they're cheap. Go for it. Uh, you can play a couple of them. If you had to play on Yahoo uh, and Abreu, uh, a James McCann, uh, a Tim Anderson, I think that's fine as well. Uh, I like a couple of these Phillies bats. Caesar leading off is 14. Harper at 19, right? He's a nice swerve off Charlie Blackman in tournaments. If you, you're looking for one-offs, Hoskins, Segura, the whole lineup's probably a little bit too cheap, at least at the top here, both on DraftKings and on, on Yahoo. I, I just, I didn't find any of them, I think, in my cash games, but you, you can make a reasonable case for a couple of these guys on the Phillies side. Um. Yeah, I think Harper is the the one play. Uh, Reese is total like GPP play um, because he's not going to get much ownership here at eighteen dollars and uh, against a low strikeout guy like Nova. Um, especially if there's a little bit of a breeze blowing out. I think it looks like, and you know, it's good hitting weather, good good park. Um, I think uh, Harper would be my one play. Like I, I, he's in that mix with Aaron Judge, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as a pivot off of Blackman. Uh, let's go to the Angels Cleveland game and let's talk about Mike Clevenger overall on the slate. He is tied with Lance Lynn for the highest price pitcher. Uh, I'm going to take Lynn, uh, maybe not a hundred out of a hundred, but Lynn, I know it's in Texas and it's 90, but uh, I just don't see how you don't use Lance Lynn over Clevenger specifically on Yahoo or even on DraftKings today. Uh, the Angels just don't strike out enough. I know Clevenger has been really, really good. He has been on fire, but it's it's Detroit, it's Toronto, it's Kansas City. You know, let's just pump the brakes on these huge fantasy performances. He's going up against the Angels here. I don't expect the Angels to really put up a ton of runs against them, but they just don't strike out enough for me to want to take Clevenger uh, over Lynn today. No way. Like, uh, Lynn is so such an easy, clear play that he's going to bust and kill us all tonight. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. But it is the easiest play, like, I've ever seen. Like, he, this dude is just dominant against right-handers all season. Um, I've, been on, I've been on him for a little while. I always say this after I went and saw him mow down my Red Sox live in person. I was like, wow, this dude really does have some good stuff um, against the righty batters. And uh, – you know, this lineup is just pathetic. The Tigers are so pathetic, and they're just a dream matchup for DFS save, because they save all your, – Save your Lance Lynn talk when we get to that game, all right? We're, yep. we're, ta- we're talking – Sorry, I thought we went <laughs> – We're talking Clevenger or Lynn, right? So, like, we're, we're both in that same boat where we'll talk about yes. Lynn in a second where it's Lynn clearly over Clevenger. Got um, too excited. Yeah, we'll, we'll save the reach around on Lance Lynn for a little later in here. Uh, let's go Bats from cleveland specifically i'm not too interested in the angels bats there's just nobody 
really priced correctly. I guess Puig's another one. Like Puig's a really nice swerve off the Charlie Blackmans. Uh, he gets the matchup. He's, uh, I think he's confirmed in the lineup, right? That's out there. He's appealing that suspension. But yeah, Puig's confirmed in there. They've got Franmil in there. This is a really nice one through six. They've got a huge total. It's 76. The wind's blowing in 10 miles an hour. So not the most amazing hitting weather, but they're going to get Cole. And then they're going to get the lefty uh, coming in uh, after the, the opener uh, of Cole starts. Indians lineup looks good. Probably not going to get too many. I think if I had to pick one, uh, I think Franmil and Puig is, is kind of swerves in the outfield look pretty nice to me. Yeah, um, I do. I like them as a stack. I think they're going to have a good night. Um, Puig, yeah, sure. That's a, but I'm still not, I wouldn't prioritize him over any of the others. Um, Lindor is always an awesome play. Um, if you can, if you can afford them, um, and you can, you can, you can get off Lynn and go down to some of these value pitchers and build some pretty, really nice lineups, you know, with bats and, uh, Lindor, if that's what you're doing, Lindor would be a priority shortstop. All right, let's talk about one of the value pitchers uh, and Kevin Gaussman. He's 32 bucks on Yahoo today. Uh, a decent home favorite, a minus 185 here against Cincinnati. Cincinnati no longer has Puig. So while there's some strikeouts out, there's also a lot of power gone from that lineup. And you're still trying to work around, you know, Van Meter, who, you know, is a rookie. Okay, they've got Aquino, who we'll talk about as a possible value play as well. But uh, I think Gossman's a pretty fine play today. I like him uh, just enough strikeouts, 23.7. I think that gets it done. And with, without Puig, that's kind of like the one main bat uh, I'm always worried about. The rest of this lineup's bad. Uh, he gets the pitcher. He's 32 bucks on Yahoo today. That looks pretty good to me. Good, Chris. Yeah, I get it. I just still not a believer in his overall talent and his pitch mix. He's basically relies on two pitches. It's really just a strictly a matchup play here, and I get it because this this lineup is watered down. However, I would prefer to go to Mets. Uh, yep, save the three bucks. Yep, and uh, I would also prefer to take a shot on May. Um, what about bats? I'm not playing Alex Wood. Uh, a little too much of a pitch count concern, in my opinion, uh, for me to play him. Uh, not too interested against Atlanta. If anything, some of the Atlanta bats look good. Maybe not on Yahoo. I think they're all probably a little bit too expensive. But, uh, you know, Acuna, Donaldson, Freddie Freeman, Albies, how are you going to say no to some of these guys? I mean, if Duvall's hit, what, like six homers off yeah. right, righties in the last? What's he going to do against a lefty? Yeah, 13 bucks. You got that one, too. Austin Riley, Tyler Flowers. If you go a little contrarian, the like five, six, seven, and even Carmargo, I know he stinks sometimes, but mix one of those in one of the top guys, you got an interesting play here. Yeah, but it, and it's – so this is GPPs because just because ownership – isn't going to be there, but um, yeah, these guys are interesting plays. Duvall has been on fire, so I, I can't fault you if you wanted to use him here. Um, my favorite bat from this game would be uh, Mr. Josh Van Meter mm -hmm. for nine dollars, uh, batting cleanup against Gaussman. Uh, what about Aquino? Uh, he's uh, you know I pulled up the bat; he's popping in that today. Seven bucks in the outfield. Uh, obviously, if we're just playing one, I think we're all going to take Van Meter. Uh, but but a seven dollar outfielder hitting six, I, I can get a, I can get down with that. Yeah, he's had some pop down in the 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 minors and uh, now gets his shot here. So um, yeah, I guess I would worry. It's if it, I don't really worry much about pinch hit risk either too, because like Winker's in the lineup, 
So yeah, I think he's a fine play. Hey, you could play Duval. I know you're you're not going to because you you want to probably get some cores, but a Duval Van Meter Aquino to get good pitching and good bats everywhere else. I mean, you you can fill out your outfielder from this game pretty easily. If you want. I mean, I right now in my dummy lineup, Van Meter's in there for sure. Duval isn't, but I don't. I get the play. Yeah. And uh, if hot streaks are real, then uh, fire them up. Uh, someone in chat said Sleet IQ updated. So I updated that. If uh, During the show, if I got any questions on that, I'll jump back over to that. Uh, let's go to the next game. All right, we got Lance Lynn. Uh, you, were, you were spilling the beans on him earlier. Uh, I saw a man go and had the under eight and a half strikeout prop on his little sharp side video today. And maybe eight and a half is pretty high. But this <laughs> Detroit lineup is so bad. They just shipped their best hitter uh, off to the Cubs in Castellanos. Uh, he strikes out righties with no problem, a 35% strikeout rate. We got one, two, three, four, five of them. And the lefties are Nico Gudrum, Candelario, Reyes. I mean, these are these are horrible lefties he has to go against here. There's almost no threat of power. There's a lot of strikeouts. Uh, I'm paying up for Lynn. Uh, I, I know the bat doesn't like him on DraftKings in cash games, at least. I got the greatest play from this game. What do you got? Tell me. This guy is the best hitter in all – is going to be the best hitter that nobody knows about in all of baseball, right? Yeah. And Yahoo knows, but most people don't know. Oh, and yeah. They hit, him, they hit him down in the number eight spot, so nobody's going to play him. Yeah. Jake Rogers for $27. <laughs> <laughs> this is algorithms gone wild, correct? Yeah, this – they know. They know. <laughs> I mean, he had – he has uh, – he had, he's gone – Two for six or three for six with a home run, twenty-seven dollars. Only way to do it. Only way to you want that's the greatest play <laughs> this plate here. Oh man, this is fun. Uh, all right, I uh, mean, who wants Charlie Blackman when you got Jake Rogers? Yeah. Uh, the Lance Lynn are for for, uh, for eight dollars cheaper. Yeah, uh, Lance Lynn, right? Mm. Yeah, Lance Lynn is by far the the, the best play uh, pitching play on the slate. Yeah. If he screws up, I'm sorry, but like I'm gonna have 100 percent of them. Yeah, I think I'm even gonna play him on my DraftKings cash team if I can make it work. Uh, if you're over on like Fantasy Draft or somewhere else, I'm I'm playing him over there too. Or just uh, there's enough cheap bats that you can make it work, and I just like to be able to kind of get 20 out of your pitcher is a big deal nowadays. And I think he has the upside to really put up a massive game today. It's so. scary in the heat. Like I get that, but whatever. Uh, anyone else? I mean, you talked about the goat, the greatest player of all time, Jake Rogers. Uh, anyone else you're Jake, really Jake the snake Rogers is what his nickname is. <laughs> uh, anyone else you're looking at? Uh, I think Elvis Andrews at shortstop is certainly a little bit too cheap. He's $13. So if you're not playing story, I think you can make that work. If you uh, want like four ground balls, fire, fire them up fire for thirteen up. for thirteen bucks. <laughs> Pence is slightly interesting too at like seventeen. He's like another guy with some pop that's a swerve for tournaments. There's a lot of ways to get away from the chalk. I think today. I mean, I actually like the stack a lot. It's yeah. just it's there's it's I mean, this is awful Detroit pitching staff, awful Detroit pitcher with an awful bullpen going into texas so and you know the pricing is is fine on these guys like anders is 13 like you said pence is reasonable willie calhoun who just homered um lefty lefty um 
you know, Odor, who's always has a hot, you know, August, like that's the only month, that's the only time you can ever get production out of this guy. Wait, wait, it is August. Yep, it's August, so it's officially Odor time. And uh, Danny Santana's, I mean, this is a good stack. It really is. And when they, if, if they get in, you know, once that bullpen comes in, they throw a righty in there, then boom, you know. Uh, all right, let's go to Kansas City, Minnesota. Uh, I think Perez is certainly interesting too. Uh, on both Yahoo, DraftKings, all around the industry today. Just good enough, I think, to get it done against Kansas City because he's he's 33 bucks on Yahoo. And if you bring up the plate IQ, the Kansas City team, sure, there's a couple of guys you got to worry about, but the bottom of the order it rivals some of the worst hitters you're, you're probably ever going to find uh, on a major league baseball team. And if he can get past Soler and Dozier and Cuthbert without giving up a home run and Merrifield's probably going to get a couple of hits or whatever, but if he can get through those guys once or twice, the bottom of this lineup doesn't really look too threatening. Uh, he's probably going to get the win too. I think he's slightly interesting. Yeah, he's in play. He's in play because we just have we just have a plethora of these cheap yeah. options for once. Like on another slate, I'd be all over him. Tonight, he's kind of just in the background as a good play. Yeah, I like Perez. Definitely not playing Sparkman because Minnesota. If you're looking for home runs, uh, look to Minnesota. Uh, Rosario specifically, the lefties. Although I'm not really good to say Nelson Cruz couldn't hit a home run off Glenn Sparkman, but Sparkman has some of the worst numbers in plate IQ. It's all red. It's all far bars all the way to the right. So absolutely horrific. A 311 ISO to lefties this year. Uh, you're looking at guys like Rosario's another one where if somehow you can't get to Charlie Blackman, right. And, and you're looking for somebody to swerve on in tournaments, you can play Rosario. You can play Polanco. You can play Kepler and Cruz. They're like, if I had to give you minute, Twins over under two and a half home runs today in this game. What do you take? Well, it's park factors would come into play, but like, uh, I mean, I would probably bet the under, but I think it'll, I don't know. Yeah. Like it, you'd bet the under, but you're But gonna... I think it will go over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, I like these guys. I think Rosario on and Polanco are very interesting swerves off of like the blackman story combination in tournaments which this is, is a, this is a great stack yeah if you can do it like kepler polanco cruz rosario garver i mean one through five all monster home run upside uh Sano, uh and seven like these all these guys plus good weather um tough ballpark i mean but it's it's okay they they can they can they can crush here yeah we don't have the lineup yet so just make sure to double check before you lock anything in but yeah, I think Minnesota, some of the uh, the better locks to hit home runs today. Uh, all right, let's talk Wade Miley, who's probably a little bit too expensive everywhere you look around the industry today. But if there was ever a Wade Miley upside game, it's probably against Seattle at home in Houston and probably the best pitcher's park on the slate tonight. Uh, again, a little too expensive. Uh, how are you handling him? Probably gonna have a little extra fire in him tonight with the competition, little little more competition yeah. um, now. But this is just the best matchup, right? It's just a terrible Seattle team who is terrible against lefties. He's not a high strikeout lefty, but has flashed, you know, above average K stuff to left-handers barely, and um, it's facing a bunch of high strikeout lefty bats in this lineup. So. I think the safety is certainly there and comes with some some sneaky upside that 
people are going to overlook here. So I think he's a, he's a really solid play here tonight. Yeah, under 300 Woba to both sides, almost no ISO, uh, a K percentage to lefties of 23. And Seattle's just, they're going to run out some lefties today. So the more lefties, the better for Miley. Uh, indoors in Houston, about the best possible spot you're going you're gonna to get for pitching today. Uh, if there was ever a Wade Miley goes seven, strikes out five, doesn't really walk anybody, just gives up a couple of hits and no runs, uh, this looks like a pretty good spot for it. So keep him on your tournament radar. Probably won't play him in cash uh, anywhere uh, due to the price, but I think he's a pretty good play. And then, of course, Houston bats against Kikuchi, who's just not really good. They all look pretty good, and to be able to get – you know, instead of course to get Bregman, Brantley, and Correa, you know, at a discount with Alvarez or Springer, you're not even really paying through the nose for these guys tonight. They're, they're really interesting uh, as a stack. I want to pull up Slate IQ because I'm interested uh, to kind of see where they go in, in ownership now. They're coming in on DraftKings as like 10th or 12th or something like that in ownership. Obviously, they're going to be positive leverage because they're, they're freaking Houston. Uh, they're like one of my favorite tournament plays when you factor all that stuff in. I mean, they're getting a lefty who's just been bad, right, oh, yeah. with, a, with a terrible bullpen behind them. So this is a high upside spot. Um, you know, it's Springer. Go, can I, You're not going to be shocked if Springer goes off and double dongs tonight, are you? I'm not going to be shocked if any of the any single Astro in the lineup goes off tonight. No. And uh, so, like, it, like my the two favorite would obviously be Springer and Bregman for me. But, like, no one's going to play Alvarez. He makes the lineup as lefty-lefty. But you can. Um I'm not going to pay 21 for Altuve, but you can. Um, I mean, this is a great stack. Uh, let simply is. Let's go to cores, uh, not using either pitcher. This game is all about bats. And, you know, th- this is where a lot of chalk comes from tonight for bats. You've got, uh, I guess we'll start on the San Francisco side with Belt, um, Posey. Belt, Belt's like definitely the, the chalk cash game play in cores uh, at just four. What is he? Fifteen dollars. Uh, everyone's gonna have him. What are you doing? What are you doing with Posies? He's kind of turning the bat on a little bit over these past couple of games. Is that doing you anything? You know, hoping, I usually I I'm like hoping, the seven dollar catcher. He's fourteen bucks. I'm hoping he doesn't make the lineup because if he doesn't make the lineup, then we get a vote in there for eleven bucks, mm-hmm. who will probably be hitting somewhere in the top four spot lineup spots. So. Uh, I'm kind. I, I'm not sure that that's going to happen, but I've got my eye on this game, hoping that Posey doesn't make it. Yeah, Walters is 11. Uh, the Colorado lineup's out. We got Tapia in at $10 if you want a seven-hole hitter in Colorado. Still not the worst play in the world. And then all the guys you want, you know, Blackman's 19. He, sh- he should be $27, right? Trevor Story should be $27. David Dow should be $27. No, no, no. <laughs> We've got Jake Rogers, man. <laughs> uh, Arenado, uh, Daniel Murphy's reasonably priced at 17. These are all against Sean Anderson, who's not good. So this is where all the, all the chalks are going to come from this game between Belt, between Posey. You've got Scooter as well, who's 12 bucks. You run them back with Blackman and Arenado and Dahl or Tapia. You, like, this is just where all the chalks are going to come from on Yahoo today. They're all too cheap. Big Panda will probably dong tonight. Uh, Yaskremski is... is decent numbers um scooter's gonna be a lock yeah i hate saying that i say that every slate um and uh i think that if you can find that two dollars extra to go from belt to murphy i would feel a lot better 
Yeah, I like that too. Belt leading off on the road is just, it's really hard to pass that up sometimes. For I hear you, but oh, man, he's just so yeah. bad in San Francisco. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Uh, all right, so guys, play hitters from that game. I don't want to spend too much time. It's the Coors game. Uh, Washington, Arizona. So we lost Robbie Ray. So again, if you guys had Robbie Ray in your lineups, he has been scratched. Uh, a new lefty has come in. I forget his name. I think it's Young uh, for Arizona. Uh, not really good. So if you're on uh, like DraftKings or anything like that and you were using Ray, take him out. Or if you were using him on Yahoo. But the interesting thing, I'm not really using Joe Ross. I liked, uh, I, I like some of the Arizona bats. But what, what we get is it's not as much on Yahoo, but the, the Washington is now really underpriced. And even Arizona, guys like David Peralta's 14 on Yahoo. That's like a very nice price. Dyson is $13. Probably not going to get you a home run or anything like that, but there's a lot of ways for him to get points. And you can mix in the, the Turners, the Rendones, the Sotos, probably not so much on Yahoo. But on DraftKings, these guys are all now reasonably priced with the pitcher change. So there, there's some uh, some pretty nice plays. I think if I had to pick my favorite bat on Yahoo, it's definitely going to be Peralta at 14 bucks. Yeah, I like that. Um, I think he's a really solid play here. I think Joe Ross is pretty terrible. I think their bullpen is pretty terrible. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I've been looking at him today. So, you know, there's a chance he might make my final cut here. But uh, I'm not sure if I'll be able to get the swing it for the price. But uh, he's the best player. You're right. Um, Jake Lamb is interesting at third for tournaments. Um, Cattell Marte always in play. Um, and uh, that's about it. But I do like that other side now with uh, Alex Young. They went from a high strikeout pitcher to a, a pretty mm -hmm. low strikeout pitcher who walks a lot of lefties. So, um, you know, Rendon just looks awesome. Uh Howie Kendrick is a decent value play. Um, I mean, th this whole game's stackable. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can get a new line on this game real quick to see how much the line change. I bet it yeah. pretty much goes back to even, right? They did. Washington did pick up some uh, bullpen help arms that uh, D-Rock yes. mentioned. I forgot. This opened at 150 Arizona. They're currently 130 and dropping pretty quickly right now with the news of Alex Young coming in. So uh, I, I think this game probably ends up closer to a pick -em by the time it's all said and done. Sure. Uh, let sports betting guru. Yeah, I know. I, I, I got on uh, Houston. Went to Turning Stone. I lost my first bet, and that's gonna about do it for me. And uh, and the going to if I, if we had mobile, I would do it like all the time, right? But physically going to the casino that that's just not as fun so hopefully new york gets the mobile at some point uh all right let's talk about ginger ginger guard here dustin may uh look at this he's got the locks flowing he's got the orange beard uh it's just uh you know he got dealt the, the short end of the stick in in life and the looks but the the good end of the stick in arm talent to be a major league baseball pitcher so uh, lots of strikeouts in the minor leagues kind of dropped off a little bit in triple a but if you're looking for a spot to come up as a right-handed pitcher that has strikeout ability, it doesn't get much better than at home in Los Angeles against San Diego. Uh, I think May is certainly in play today and uh, on, on Yahoo, on, on DraftKings. He stretched out to like 90-plus pitches. Uh, we always got to worry what Dave Roberts is going to do, but uh, I like him quite a bit today. Yeah, he's uh, the top prospect for the Dodgers, um, and uh, he's got – 
He's got the arsenal of pitches. Everything, you know, checks out with this kid. Um, he's got the look. He looks uh, ferocious out there. He <laughs> not ferocious. <laughs> that's the way to describe it. He looks ferocious. And uh, he possesses, like, a, a really solid fastball that can touch up to 98. Um, he's got uh, two more plus pitches and a cutter, a slider, and a, and a good curve. And um, so he's got it, right? Like, so the problem is, is I worry about, you know, pitch count. Um, I kind of alluded before that he uh, he went six innings in his last start, 77 pitches. But before that, he went 97 pitches, 95 pitches. He's been up to 103 on uh, June 22nd. So I give you 85 pitches. You're playing them? Probably. Um, and I don't I just worry that it's going to be less than that. Um, I don't I don't know what to expect from Dave Roberts in the situation. I wish we got like a beat writer report or something of a quote or something. I haven't found anything yet. If anyone has anything, throw it in chat. But um, I'm worried about pitch count. But I think the the risk, you know, the the reward might may outweigh, uh, outweigh the risk here with the matchup against the Padres. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely not going to be uh, playing any Eric Lauer uh, on the opposite side. And I think I like a couple of the the Dodgers bats, right? Like Bell, no one's going to play Bellinger lefty lefty, you know, right. But he's 20 bucks. And that's like a, if you're looking for a 1% guy who is the second best hitter in baseball this year, you got Cody Bellinger as a 1% swerve tonight because he's, he's a dollar more than Charlie Blackman. Uh, you can play Turner. You can play a couple of these other guys. Pollock at 15 is another great play. Uh, there's some reasonable plays. If you like Tyler White's 11, probably, you know, more in play on DraftKings, I think than on Yahoo. The Dodgers look reasonably sneaky. Lauer's just not good. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, you like them better against righties, um, and you worry about you know them shaking things up in the lineup and whatnot. But Pollock certainly is looks like a great play. Seager, you know, is going to be in there regardless. Justin Turner's going to be in. He's a great play, right? Justin Turner against the lefty always, right? Um, yeah, he's the same price as Arenado. No one's going to exactly, go. so no one's going to play him. So th this is a wide open GPP slate tonight. There's so many yeah. comparable plays in similar price ranges with, uh, um, you know, similar range of outcomes. Would you play May on Fanduel? He's 5800. Gets you every bat that you'd want today. Oh yeah, no doubt. I would, I would, I would probably be all in on him. Yeah, I think uh, I would agree with that today as well. Uh, all right, so that's going to do it for game by game. Let's throw in some of our favorite plays. If you guys got QQ, start tossing them in, and we'll get to those as well. So, uh, Yahoo, I think we're going to start our lineup with Lance Lynn. I think we both agree that's our guy tonight. I think I want to leave SP2 open because, at least on Yahoo, right, we have – I think Miley is reasonably in play. There's Vargas. There's Paxton. There's May. There's Perez, there's Gaussman, there's Mats. There's there's too many guys. Uh, I haven't made a decision yet. You let's, like, let's let's see what we can do with a uh, Wade Miley. Yeah, you want you want to see that because I think like safety with upside. I think Miley, Miley can certainly bring it in there. Uh, catcher, if let's play the Posies in the lineup. What are we doing at catcher? Um, yeah, I guess you put him in there, but um, again, we can go lower with uh, James McCann. Um, if somehow Steven vote makes the lineup, that would be just a lock at 11 bucks. Um, and, uh, I, I'm even tempted to like, I would have no problem. Like I said, playing, playing Severino just because this, this game is going to blow up. I think, you know, so, well, so what I'm hearing is Jake Rogers. 
Jake the Snake. <laughs> no. Yeah, let's let's build our best Jake Rogers. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let that happen here. I'll leave Cutcher. I'll leave Cutcher open. If we can win with Jake Robert Rogers in our lineup at 27 I'll bucks. That's Chipotle in the 10,000 with Jake Rogers. Be like Chipotle. I'm, pl- I'm playing the 10,000 with Jake it Rogers. McLove. I'd have to play McLovin or uh, Papa Gates. Yeah, go go play one of them and then be like, I'm playing you with Jake Rogers. Give me some odds off off site and see what you can get on. Yeah, yeah, um, that'd be interesting, right? Like, how much? What what kind of a price would you have to put in? Uh, first, first base. Though the problem is he'll, he'll he'd probably like double dong at twenty seven dollars for you. First, first base is gonna be belt. I think that's what most people are doing. Correct. Correct. All right. So I'm gonna I'll throw belt in there. Second base is another one, right? I think it's gonna be scooter at twelve bucks. That's the chalk play. Correct. Correct. All right. Third base, the chalk play. Uh, I, I don't know. There's this Nolan Arenado. He's in cores and he's he's not twenty seven dollars. He's nineteen. That sounds good. Correct. But are we building a GPP or a chalk? Listen, I I, I want to put in. I want to let the people know what are some of the the best plays, and then we'll make some tournament teams. How about all right, that? all right, good, good. All right. So uh, I'll leave shortstop open. Give me like, what are you doing in the outfield? Give me give me an outfielder you're you're likely to play in your cash games. Jake the Snake. Um, no, uh, Josh Van Meter. You're gonna play Van Meter because that that'll get. I mean, the number one is is Blackman. Yep. But Van... And a uh, pivot would be. I mean, if you could you can do Blackman and Dahl, that would be ideal. Mm-hmm. But uh... even with Miley, you can make lineups work pretty easily if you wanted to. You're not really stretching if you wanted to use Miley, and then if you use the Paxton. Perez, Gaussman, or Mats. I mean, you can really get some good bats in there today. So these are these are some of the guys. If you're playing cash games, I think uh, Lynn Belt, Scooter, Arenado, Blackman, a uh, good way to kind of start. Story. Your... Yeah. Uh, all right. Tournaments. What are what are some teams you like in tournaments tonight? I mean, obvious pivots are uh, Aaron Judge, uh, Bryce Harper. Um. Texas is a good stack. Houston is a good stack. Houston are good pivots as well. Any of those. Dodgers. Yeah. Let me look up the slate IQ ownership. I'm surprised it's not a little higher on cores. Um, So what do we got? 74%. Let me just refresh it. It's definitely the the highest owned spot are the Colorado bats, but there are so – there's just some – looking at slate IQ? Yeah, I've got that's slate. based on DK pricing, though, right? Yeah, and, well, I'm just talking in general, but like the, a team like the Yankees tonight, or Minnesota, or Cleveland, or yeah, Minnesota, or stuff. Atlanta, or Texas. All none, these guys are just their run lines w- one less than Colorado, and they're basically a third of the ownership today. Yeah, this looks like a slate where like Osimo is guaranteed to win. Because he, he'll be underweight on cores he'll, and he'll be different. And there's so many good spots that he'll he'll have it. Pegged. He'll have somewhere in the 150. He'll have the nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that seems like it's every night, though, right? Yeah. But this is especially. <laughs> um, yeah, I like all those. If you had to pick your favorite non-core stack, what is it? Um, I mean, I like Houston, man. Yeah. I really do. Um, and uh, but I also like uh, Minnesota. Yeah, Houston. I like Minnesota, and if you're looking to be ultra sneaky now, I think Washington 
uh, has will definitely pick up some steam now in Arizona. So I, I like them as a, they're coming in lower owned out of all those. They're going to have a little later news on that. Uh, but the, the prices on them look pretty interesting. So, so I like, them. I mean, the, the game, the game to stack for GPPs is this is just like an NBA when you have two horrible teams against each other, they just explode, right? It, things, they just go off. And that's what we have with the Blue Jays and the Orioles. Um, so I, for GPP upside, I'm telling you that game could be it. Uh, Laratan wants to see an Arizona stack as a QQ. So let's see what we can do here as a Q, as a, uh, an Arizona stack. Let's, uh, we got to play Kettle Marte. We got to play Peralta for sure. He's one of my favorite plays on Yahoo. If you can get to him, um, we're probably playing Dyson. Are we playing Dyson or is that not enough upside? That kills all our outfield too. And it appears that he doesn't have as high a stolen base upside in this matchup. I'm curious about that. But um, so I'd, pro I'd probably feed. I think I'd probably play like Lamb. And I, yeah, I go to Lamb. Uh, let's see. Where's Lamb? Let's see. Eleven bucks. Two, three, four, six, or five and six. Yeah. And did Avila? Did he make the lineup? No. Carson Kelly made it instead. I was hoping Avila would be in there. Yeah, I think something like a four-man on Yahoo makes some sense, right? Uh, Escobar, Lamb, Marte, Peralta. I don't know if I'd want <clears throat> to forego all the good outfielders just to stack up Arizona all the way <clears throat> uh, on Yahoo. So something like that looks pretty good to me, right? Yeah, I mean, I'd be fine with just the heart of it, the two, three, four, and then maybe, maybe Lamb. I'm choking over here, so... Uh, let's see, what do we got? Uh, about four minutes. Yeah, if you guys have any QQs, I don't know where Devin is. With the YouTube QQs, but Devin, you're There's no YouTube is you. I'm, I've got the chat pulled up. It's dead today. No, nobody's in there. So there's none in YouTube. All right. So we'll have to re rely on the Roto Grinders chat. Uh, Cleveland on DraftKings today. What, are, what what do you think about? I'm that? gonna. Here, I'll fire up RedTube <clears throat> with the uh, <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> see what? Uh, oh, sorry, YouTube. <laughs> You'll get over there. Uh, what do you think about Cleveland today? Uh, I think they're a high upside stack. I mean, this lineup, um, the, first of all, it's it's Angels are bad. Yeah. Peters is bad. Cole is bad. Their bullpen is bad. And they've got these new power bats, you know. So I, um, Cheese alluded to in the article that, you know, he likes the switch hitters the best. And, you know, Puig and uh, Fran Miller are, are – I mean, this whole lineup is potent now, right? You want home runs everywhere, and that's what... I mean, there's Jason Kipnis, but everything else looks good. Ah, he, he's fine. You know, he, especially against a bad bullpen, he's... That's, yeah. that's just like the games he goes off. And, like, there's steel upside with Mercado and Lindor and Ramirez. Um, yeah, this is a high upside stack tonight. Yeah, I, I like Cleveland quite a bit, too. And Slate IQ has them... One, two, three, four, five, six, seventh uh, overall in the slate in terms of ownership. Uh, that is some DraftKings. Um, yeah, the Red Tube chat does have some QQs for you. Uh, I, I just pulled that up and I made a big mistake. <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong tube for you to look at. Uh, all right. Yeah. So I think that's going to about do it for the Yahoo show. Again, guys, don't forget if you want to play best ball, you can go over there. It's a new football product they have over there. It's on the app. So if you were only playing on the website maybe a month ago, it's now on the app. If you uh, get an update to that, they go a lot faster than they used to. More people are signing on and understanding it. And you're playing uh, relatively some weaker competition if you compare the ADPs uh, to a site like Draft. 
you're going to get player really good players uh, a little bit later in drafts on Yahoo than you will on draft. You got to pick some defenses as well, but hey, you got to got to got to switch the game up every now and then. So make sure to check those out. Uh, quick shout out to those doing the badge. Uh, so if you want to rock the Roto Grinders badge, we will give you a month of premium. If you happen to hit good in a certain tournament, uh, you can click the link that Devin has dropped in chat for you. Shout uh, out to Ricky Five Inches. Ricky Five Inches, Michael 203, and Mulu. Uh, those guys are rocking the badge. Uh, so if you want any information on how to get a free month of Roto Grinders premium, uh, you can go check that out. If you are a premium member or you happen to be uh, win the Roto Grinders premium with the badge promo, uh, I dropped my uh, top 10 lineups from the Millie Maker review uh, more in depth. It's premium only this year. Uh, if you have some time, read it and then spend some more time before the season starts to reread it because there's some really good points in that. And uh, if you have any questions about it, feel free to hit me up in the DMs. Other than that, Chris, we got to get out of here. We've got Dean and Blender coming up on the next show, and then we've got Crunch Time. Uh, not a lot of weather concerns or anything like that today, so uh, just stay tuned to Crunch Time for uh, the best overall plays of the day. Uh, Chris, it was fun uh, hooking back up with you uh, over the internet, not in real life or anything like that, but uh, I had, had a fun time today, my man. Yeah, we'll do it again soon. All right. See you guys. Uh, thanks for watching, and we out you. What's up, guys? We're here back in the Fantasy Bar 6 in my favorite place for Friday night, including some big boppers, some of my favorite value plays, a value-starting pitcher with big-time upside, and, of course, the beasts of the night. Who are we looking at tonight? Belly up to the Fantasy Bar and find out. Welcome back, guys. Friday edition, Beers Daily Fantasy Six Pack. Back here once again in the Fantasy Bar with six guys fresh off the tap for you over on Yahoo. But guys, I like all across the industry, no matter where you're playing. Speaking of Yahoo, before we get into baseball, guys, if you haven't heard, Yahoo's launched their best ball product. Great stuff over there. Great way to get prepared for your fantasy football season. And August is here. It's time to start drafting. Make sure you get over to Yahoo today and give their best ball product a shot now back to baseball for a big friday night 12 games on the docket here tonight one quick note coors field on the slate you know the rules here in the fantasy bar you don't need the beer man to tell you to play coors field get some exposure there we're going to look outside of coors field and find you some guys a lot of premium bats here i'm liking tonight so let's start with one of those at second base jose altuve 21 dollars so insane insane hot streak going right now for jose altuve 12 multi-hit games for him over the last 17 and the numbers against lefties absolutely off the page 537 is the woba this season 413 the iso so hitting for a lot of power as well and mr kikuchi has struggled with right-handed hitters 358 woba 215 iso allowed giving up a lot of hard contact and altuve matches up extremely well with his top three pitches a 390 woba or higher against each of those pitches great matchup here red hot and still a little bit too cheap at $21 on Jose Altuve all right let's go to starting pitch let's give you some value under $30 with Steven Match just 29 bucks 
No, I know, Steven Matt's been up and down, has had some awful starts this season, but I'll tell you what, that last start against Pittsburgh, last week, complete game shutout in that start, over 40 Yahoo points for him in that game, so I think he's a great buy low here at $29. Do we expect 40 again in a complete game shutout? No, we do not. This guy's starting to pitch a little better, 13 strikeouts now in the last two games, and the Pirates... 21% or higher strikeout rate for five of those projected starters. So Matt's not a huge strikeout guy. We know that, but obviously a good matchup that he feels confident in. And under $30, really going to give you exposure to these high-end bats we're going to talk about, to a Coors Field, whichever way you want to go. I think Steven Matz, even if he gives us in the 20s, we'll be happy with it. I think he can outdo that and outdo this $29 price, Steven Matz my favorite pitcher on Yahoo. All right, back to the big bats here at first base. Edwin Encarnacion, $19. This is another guy. Maybe not as hot as Jose Altuve, but swinging a good stick as well. Six multi-hit games for him in the last nine, and a lot of people don't believe in those hot streaks, but we know when E5 is on a roll, you want to jump on board. So under $20, I think it's a nice time to do so. 354 ISO for him against lefties. Woba, over 400. And those numbers, 350 ISO, 404 Woba, with a 191 batting average on balls in play. So they've been very unlucky. The numbers should be much higher than they are on paper. And Edwin Rodriguez on the hill, very solid against righties this season, no doubt. But the beer got going to override those numbers, feeling a home run for E5 tonight at just $19. All right, let's get you some value in the outfield. Josh Van Meter, just $9. So it's tough to find a guy under $10, hitting in the heart of a pretty good order there. That's what we get with Van Meter. Projected to hit leadoff here at $9. And not a huge sample size, but solid numbers against righties. ISO over 200, Woba over 400. 51% hard contact rate is encouraging as well. And Gossman giving up a lot of hard contact. So simple math there, 37% hard contact rate. A Woba approaching 350 allowed for Kevin Gossman against left-handed hitters. Love this value here on Josh Van Meter at just $9. All right, let's stay in the outfield. Let's go up to the high end with J.D. Martinez, $21. So I've been doing this a long time. You know, the Fantasy Bar has been open for years and years and years. And over that time, I don't ever recall seeing a guy with both an ISO and a Woba over 500. And that's what we have here for J.D. Martinez. The ISO sitting right at 500. The Woba at an insane 500. 53 against left-handed pitching and an off-the-charts 16.5% high-value hit rate. And you can find that statistic and all these other numbers in our Plate IQ tool on Roto-Grinders if you're looking for it. But just absolutely crazy numbers here for J.D. Martinez. But let's look at the other end of this. James Paxton, a guy that you've seen in the six-pack, a guy I like, but a guy that's really struggled against right-handed hitters and a guy that really checks all the boxes that we're looking for. Woba at 370 allowed the righties. Check. ISO at 261. So giving up power. Also giving up that lethal mix we're looking for. Hard contact and fly ball rates for a power hitter. 37% hard contact rate. Check. 45% fly ball rate. Check. JD Martinez. Going to be in my lineup. Check. Love him tonight at $21 against James Paxton. All right, it's time to take a look at my favorite play. But before we do that, guys, I want to know who your favorite play is. Who's your beast of the night here? on this slate in the comment section below the video let's get a bunch of calls in there let's see who can have the biggest night uh, for their beast of the night while you're there on youtube guys if you enjoy the video if you enjoy stopping by the fantasy bar i need you to do two things subscribe to the channel then you'll know when the videos are being released 
and click that thumbs up button. That's the tip jar here in the Fantasy Bar. If you guys like stopping by, that's all I ask. Click those two buttons, guys, and I really appreciate it. Now, take a look at my favorite play. You know Matt's the beast of the night. time we're going to stay in the outfield we're going to stay on the high end spending those dollars on max kepler 22 dollars tonight's beast of the night so i love kepler in the spot and the beast been good to us this week so let's stay hot here but kepler has been in a power streak seven home runs now in the last 11 games you see that big iso at 295 kind of tough putting that number in there after we talked about jd martinez it's 500 ISO, but 295, a very, very good number for a power hitter. Wova approaching 400. This is more about Mr. Sparkman. I know he had that good start, but overall has been horrible against left-handed hitters. 392 Wova allowed, ISO over 300 allowed. Wide ball rate, our contact rate, both sitting right around 45%, and over three home runs per nine innings allowed to left-handed bat. Love the Twins tonight. Vegas loves the Twins tonight. You should love them as well. But Max Kepler, easily my favorite play tonight on Yahoo and tonight's beast of the night. All right, guys, that'll wrap up for Friday, and that'll finish us off for this week here in the Fantasy Bar. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, hit that comment section below the video. Get your beast of the night picks in there. Hit that tip jar. Note as the thumbs up button over on YouTube, guys. And I want to say thank you, as always, for all the support and everybody stopping by here means a lot to me guys so again thank you to everybody out there for rotogrind.com i am bear saying salut best of luck here tonight guys good luck hey thanks for checking out our videos if you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports make sure you check out the current videos playlist
going? I'm Roto Grinders Dean here at Dean 7904. If you want to get all technical on me, it is 501 on the East Coast, 201 on the West Coast, 401 Tennessee time. Of course, that means it's time for the flagship show here at Roto Grinders. It is called it's called Grinders Live, sponsored by Fantasy Draft. And joining me today, it's Jordan, but we call him a blender around these parts. What's up, Jordan? Not much. I wanted to be a part of hashtag hoodie life, but uh, it's actually too hot here that I, I tried it. And I'm like, I can't get through the show an hour with uh, wearing a hoodie inside a small room. First of all, aren't you in, you're always indoors, right? You can't just crank down the AC. Well, I mean, you're always indoors and you're always dressed like you're like it's uh, two degrees outside. I like it to be cool. So I, yeah, and also I like the, the hoodies always come out pockets and I like to put like my wallet in there, my keys, my phone. I you're like not pockets. going anywhere. Why do you have your stuff in your pockets? I'm in office today, man. I left, I went a mile down the road. Oh, <laughs> <I'm> wow. In- <laughs> it's a bit of an excursion for me. I had to stop for some gas along the way, but uh but you're in Louisville. Do you have, you have AC in your, uh, you're in Louisville, correct? Yes, yes. I don't have an outhouse. I have shoes. <laughs> I know it's Kentucky. <laughs> I was not being presumptuous, but uh, yeah. I mean, if you have access to air conditioning, you can crank it down a little bit and wear yourself a hoodie and we're good to go. Yeah, I, I, I dress down. I put on the AC and I just, I, I don't, uh, I don't need to like bundle up because the AC is on. I'll just save on my power bill. Well, you, you never know what a cold front should be coming in any minute. I'm prepared for such things. So, uh, um, by the way, did you watch the, the last night? Allegedly, people are telling me, at least according to Twitter, uh, football started last night. Can you confirm that? Is football a thing? Did that happen last night? Well, in the NFL premium discord, which uh, like if you're a premium member, get in the discord. The NFL chat is now buzzing after the, the whole of during the Hall of Fame game, after the Hall of Fame game. Obviously, like eight million people playing that game and who knows who's going to play. Everyone was tilting. Uh, Alan Lem, uh, you know, Fat Alford, he came in third. He was first at a moment, and then, like, it's a two-yard run, and then everyone switches. It, it, it was it was kind of a, a, a crap show for, uh, for the whole. Did you call Alan Fat Albert? Fat Albert, that's his, that's his name in chat. You go I by chat like handle. Fatal, right? I thought it's like Fatal something. It's Fat Albert, for real? Oh, that's what it's called. Oh, oh, I thought it was Fat Albert. It's supposed <laughs> to be Fatal Perth or something? Am I, I saying so? Uh, some people say Fat Albert. Some people say Fatal Pert. Some people say Davies. Some people say uh, Zach Davis. You know, tomato, tomato, right? Right. I'm just woofing. I'm just woofing. <laughs> That's what the chat told me. The I learned a new word in chat yesterday. Woofing. Are you using it correctly right now? I don't know. I've never heard anyone else in the history of the world use it, except for the one guy in chat. Oh, so according to D-Train, we're both wrong. Apparently, it's Fat Halbert. Uh, it's a reference to The Office. I, is that correct? I feel like I read that wrong. Well, nonetheless, uh, Alan, who, who is he's lurking in the uh, the Discord. Yourself, you're in the Discord. Jamino's in the Discord. All, all the RG RG stars. By the way, I, we didn't even talk about this pre-show. I was hoping that was the whole intent there. I was trying to set you up to talk about the uh, the uh, the Discord. So well done. Thank you for letting people know out there that exists. Yeah, yeah. Just all you have to do is connect your Roto Grinders account, your premium account, and we got uh, for the baseball. The bat chat is always live during the slate, before the slate. I mean, NFL is going to be, I mean, it's, it's already popular. And if people are already posting stuff about preseason slates, especially when you don't even know who's going to play and how often they're going to play. But, uh, you know, get in early before it gets extremely noisy. And, uh, and, and, and you'll, you'll get content that people may post stuff on Twitter and you may miss it. It's typically always covered in the, in the Discord chat. Well, it's not just one person. It's a bunch of people that are coming together, like with different ideas and like bouncing ideas. And like, like you said, an accumulation of information. Information's key. Uh, and if you can sort of put it all in one spot, uh, I, I'm going to start making some more cameo appearances. I would make a cameo appearance as far as baseball, as far as basketball. I've yet to join the football Discord because I don't believe it's football season just yet. But 
Uh, it's also my understanding that uh, last night, you know, just like in years past, a lot of people play players that aren't playing in preseason, which seems like, so, like something I should take advantage of. Yeah, I think there was 40% aggregate ownership in people that weren't even dressed for the game. That's amazing. How does that happen in 2019? Uh, because it's NFL and there's so much, you know, casual people that are, you know, putting money in for big prizes. I mean, you see that during, you know, during a regular NFL, you know, that someone's out on the IR and these 2% own, 1%. I mean, it's, it just reduces the rake on all these sites. All right, Jordan, enough, enough pleasantries. No more pleasantries. We have a full slate. It's not a full slate tonight. Why, why is it we only it's have 12? full games? enough? 12 isn't full enough for you? It's plenty full. I don't like the 15. That's overwhelming sometimes. But why are there teams taking off baseball on Friday? Do you know the reason to this? Like the Cardinals uh, aren't playing for some reason? For religious reasons. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What's, I, I haven't seen. I, there's no. It's, there's not a holiday I'm aware of. Maybe I got I to gotta refresh my calendar or something like that. But, of course, uh, the Cubbies played in the afternoon like they always do against your boy. Are you disappointed that Zach Davies Davis is not on this slate? I got it in twice just for big TV because he's lurking in chat. Well, there's an E in there. There's an E in there. He, I mean, it could be pronounced either way. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> I, did, I, I just like cheap pictures. I'm not, it's, it's not like I have a love affair with Zach Davis. It's just that he shows up <laughs> on the slate and, like, I don't have anyone else to play at 5K. So maybe I could throw this guy in a bunch of lineups. So let's uh, we're gonna talk about pitchers in a second. Obviously, let's do a screenshot as far as this slate. Only twelve games, but we got the game in cores that has a fourteen total. Uh, Washington becomes a little bit more interesting now. With uh, if you guys aren't aware, uh, Robbie Ray got scratched. He's not gonna give it a go. He's gonna be pitching tomorrow. Alex Young is gonna gonna be throwing baseballs for him tonight uh, against Joe Ross, who's gonna draw the start for Washington. You already said Joe Ross versus Alex Young. Uh, again, both sides. Or at least Colorado as of right now, seven and a half total. San Francisco to six and a half total in a game that has a fourteen. Total combined, that's math. Uh, Minnesota against Glenn Sparkman has a total close to seven. We got Kikuchi going against the Astros at a six and a half total. Uh, long story short, there's a lot of bats I want to spend up for. And by the way, some some bats on Fanstrap and on DK, there's just some goofy prices out on there. Like uh, Aaron Judge is less than 4K on DK, which is just kind of weird. All the Yankees are priced down, which is, again, kind of sort of goofy. I think E-Rod's a positive pitcher, but not somebody you necessarily have to run away from. Uh, how are we approaching the slate? Because it feels like it kind of makes sense that we mostly fade the more expensive pitchers, which is not my natural inclination, but it's definitely your natural inclination, especially with your tournaments. Uh, what are we doing with guys like Clevenger and Lynn at the top? It sounds like you're probably going to be off them. No, well, I like playing the cheap bats, so I think I'm going to play more uh -huh. of them. I think uh, we're going to have a lot of mid-range 7K pitchers that are going to garner ownership, and playing them two together means you could pay you could your stacks could be expensive. Or you could play mid-range stacks with expensive one-offs. I mean, Coors is going to be popular, and the Giants are underpriced. So you can fit a lot of things in together. So uh, I don't. I think with Ray uh, being scratched, that'll give a little bit more ownership to Lynn because you're really and Clevenger as well because there's no one else to pay up for. Uh, but I think that this slate, I almost want to play too many people. Because there's so many different ways that you can go. You could you could even make lineups with two stud pitchers if you want. Because we have very cheap Yankees, we have cheap White Sox. If uh, if you hey, you could always play the Tigers at like bargain basement. I'm not <laughs> saying that's an expensive idea. Maybe yeah. I'm not even going into that dumpster. But uh, uh, I mean, that hashtag puke stacks. I mean, what's worse than puke? That's what the Tigers are, right? But well, give me a word that's more insulting than puke. I don't know. I can't say it on this broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. 
Um, you mentioned Clevenger and you mentioned Lynn and like I, stud. I don't know. Is that a liberal interpretation? They, they've been really good. I guess it's probably not. They probably are studs and there's so many studs on this slate. Uh, and they are, they're definitely pricey. The tricky part of course is uh, when you compare the two, the matchup for Lynn is so much better than the matchup for Clevenger. Clevenger of course is facing an angels team that doesn't strike out a ton. Uh, Max Stassi is in there, which is a positive for Clevenger batting ninth. He's one guy that strikes out a fair bit, but collectively you strike out less than 20%. You know, Clevenger on the year, we know, you know, it's not a massive sample size, but his K rate is insane. You know, 37.5%. That's only like, it's less than 200 batters as far as splitting it up lefty versus right. Almost 40% versus righties, 35 and change versus lefties. But again, this Angels team is contact heavy and you're not getting a discount. You're, they're asking full price for it. Uh, so I think it makes sense if you're picking between the two, at least in a cash game perspective, if you want to do that, uh, you know, on a two pitcher site. It's clearly Lynn is the better play than Clevenger. Obviously, anything happened on a one-game sample, but you, would you concede that Lynn is the better play? Well, look at who's facing. He's facing a team who traded away Castellanos. Their best bat in their lineup is Mickey Cabrera or, what, like Brandon Dixon? I mean, the, the, the negative is that they're playing in Texas, but, I mean, what lefties are in this lineup? I mean, Lynn is elite to right-handers, mm-hmm. and the lefties are what? Am I afraid of Harold Castro? Am I afraid of Nico Goodrum? Am I afraid of, I mean, like, is that it? Victor Reyes? I mean, who are these guys? I Those mean, are rhetorical questions, right? I'm not supposed to answer that. I um, hope not. I, unless, unless I'm in an, an alternate dimension where these guys are good and you have to tell me about them. Or but, it's like 2004 and Miggy Cabrera is all of a sudden like a 20-year-old stud. But yeah. Uh, who is this to meet? To, uh, who's this character batting seventh? Travis Demerit. That's what you get. That's what you get when you play the Tigers. You get This a, one you get right? You can't get Zach Davies? <laughs> that's what happened if you play the tigers tonight against lynn now i know they're cheap and I, I typically love the vomit stacks i think you you deserve to get a demerit wow <laughs> well played <laughs> oh boy uh i'm thinking of animal house now like 0.0 for some reason i'm always sure that's why my brain is going uh as far as his uh, projection steamer hasn't projected for being a guy that has a 94 wrc plus a 313 woba 432 slug and striking out at 27.6% for what it's worth. So another guy that strikes out a fair percentage. You're talking about all the righties there. We're looking at, what, six? I believe it's six. That's my terrible math. I'm sort of counting up my head. And uh, on the season, Lance Lynn, 35%. I rounded up 34.8% to fire up the old plate IQ as far as Lynn's K percentage. And he's facing this terrible Detroit team. And when they're not striking out, they're not hitting the ball hard either. Because, again, like you said, Castellanos, their best players, have been chipped out. And not a lot of pop. Uh, just – just a dreadful team all around. I understand the ballpark environment's good, but you have to hit it. Uh, Lynn is uh, the clear best play on this slate, but I don't know if he's the optimal play when you're trying to fit in bats as well. Uh, the mid-tier, Erod, we got we have a discounted Paxton. He's like, it's been a rocky road for sure, but he's definitely flashed some upside. That said, who wants to pick on Boston? What's your take as far as Paxton? Paxton's my favorite starting pitcher on the entire slate. All right, convince me. Uh, the thing that I don't like with the, the ownership came. Okay, he went down. He was 16% before. He's down to 11. Like once I saw 16, I'm like, that's that, that's about what I I was going into this late going. I, I the lower Paxton gets, the more I want of him because uh, if you just take a look at a like a career sample, like Paxton's a better pitcher than Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn is 11-7 because he's facing the Tigers, but like if it wasn't the the Red Sox and it wasn't for the fact that his past two starts were not good. Uh, and he's facing the Red Sox, which is a good offense. Like, just talent-wise. I mean, he has a K-prop of, uh, of six and a half right now. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be shocked 
even if he gave up one or two home runs, he could still get 10 plus strikeouts in this matchup that he could, he could end up point per dollar being having the highest score on this slate. But of course you have to think of the downsides that he could also have a negative 12. Uh, So for GPP, I want to see this ownership plummet, especially in the range where uh, people may be more inclined to play the seven K ish range. Not like, well, why am I paying 8,700 for Paxton against the Red Sox when I could play like Gausman or Mats or May or Vargas? And, you know, they, they have downside also. Mats and Vargas definitely has downside. Uh, but I, I just I think don't know. 15 chance going to tell you Vargas is like a top 25 pitcher in baseball. Well, if, if Big T was here, yeah, sure. He's probably playing 100% <laughs> Vargas. Oh, geez. He's the worst. But he gets the White Sox, and he's interesting. We'll talk about him in a second. By the way, you talked about Paxton getting beat up his last time out. Of course, that was against Boston. And the case he got there, he beat that prop by, by a good handle. He had nine strikeouts for his Boston. The tricky part is he gave up four homers, which seems like too many. That's probably too many home runs to give up. Um, but I do agree. Like, the ceiling is definitely there. Uh, and he certainly flashed it. Uh, he's been all over the place. We talk about his career stuff. Like, I don't, I don't know where he's at in his career. Like, when is this seems to be at the peak of his career? He's never been as good as he is, like, today in his entire career. So, I can talk about, you know, par- comparing those guys based upon their career for sure. That's an interesting conversation, but it feels like just Paxton's just all over the place. He's like a, I don't know, like a lie detector test or something like that. You ever see those, you know, up and down, uh, like a wonky stock or something like that? You mentioned the Gaussman. You mentioned Mats. Uh, we'll skip over Dustin May. We'll save him for the end because he's the most interesting guy to talk about, right? Yeah, I mean, the, the fact that he, that the ownership projections have him as the highest owned pitcher on the slate, we're, we're going to definitely have to talk about that. But I mean, yeah. in, the, in the mid-range, I see, you know, the the, the ownership's going towards like Mats, Vargas. Uh, I like, out of all of the guys here, I like Gausman the best for GPP. I would not play him in cash. Gausman is, he's someone that's all over the place also. He could go out and strike 10 guys. He could also go out and give up 10 runs in one inning. Uh, but against the Cincinnati lineup that has lost Puig, and mm-hmm. uh, he's set somewhat of a reverse splits pitcher, so I'm not afraid of the lefties. Like, Suarez is like the only guy in the lineup that I care much about. And uh, if he's going to come in at 11% owned, I mean, that's like three times less the ownership of Mats and twice less ownership of Vargas. Uh, on a 12-game slate, I, I think that they're close enough in price that that ownership should be, if it was efficient, a little bit closer. Yeah, you got Farmer in that lineup for Cincinnati, who, you know, is, is shows a tendency to strike out a good bit. Aquino's in there once again, and, you know, he's projected to strike out a ton, too. A lot of power in the minors, but also not, not a great plate discipline guy either. Uh, so there are some more Ks in that Cincinnati lineup than we've seen, in, you know, earlier in the season. 24.1% as far as collectively Gaussman in the season. Uh, up against all the pitchers that are going today, he's actually at the fifth highest K percent. It's not, like, great. It's not special, but that's the slate. It's a 23.8%. Uh, yeah, he should be fine in theory. I think he's okay. I'm not enthused about it, but you know, what, what, what guys are you actually enthused about rostering at this kind of, you know, 24, uh, 24 guys strong baseball, not, not many of them uh, terribly sexy, obviously. Uh, Wood, I have, I know it's a revenge game for Alex Wood, but I, I just, I, I'm not going there. And I think they're going to be cautious with him as far as his arm. Uh, what about Mats? Uh, you know, against Pittsburgh, a team obviously doesn't strike out a ton necessarily. You know, this is a good ballpark for Mats as well, too. A lefty who has uh, trouble giving up homers to righties. This is the best ballpark for him to pitch in, a ballpark that subdues power for, for righties. And, of course, he's coming off a start against Pittsburgh where he had the old CGSO with uh, 14 ground balls and seven strikeouts. 
man, uh, that's the best start he's probably ever had in his life. Uh, is Steven Matzinger pool? Oh, he's in my pool. I mean, I think he's fairly priced for the matchup at 7,700. I think if we had uh, more studs on the slate, uh, we wouldn't get, and, and also less like good bats on the slate, people wouldn't be looking as much in this range. So like when I see 30% mats, like I'm more likely to be under the field on him because I mean, we've seen him get blown up before. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I like the matchup. I don't want to play Pittsburgh bats against him really, yeah. uh, but, but at 30% on, on a, on a 12 game slate, like I, I would think he's a, he's fine for cash and uh, I could be like half the field on him. And if he, I, I don't see his, like his K prop is four and a half. I mean, his, his plate IQ score is, pr- is pretty low. Uh, it is he going to put up a score? Is he going to put up that complete game shutout like last time? I don't think so. No. I don't think he's going to put up a score that I'm going to need to have. But he could put uh, he could put up 28. He could put up 30, which is good for the price. So I could see having a little bit of him. But I mean, if a third of the field is going to own him, I'd rather have him in less of my lineups and like hope he doesn't have a good outing and I just get a lot of leverage. Who we overweight on? Uh, who who we not talked about that you were we're hiding we're hoarding? I guess we, we've uh, buried the lead as far as Dustin May. It's, especially on Fanduel where he's crazy cheap. He's like five eight over there. I, I think you don't play much over there, do you? Uh, not not often enough. Not for baseball. Okay, well he's like one of the cheapest pitchers over there, Dustin May. Uh, you know, have you heard his nickname by the way? Are you aware of this guy's nickname? It's pretty awesome. Ginger Guard. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Uh, and, and if you see him, you see the picture. You know, he's definitely embraced the whole. Uh, carrot top look it's pretty awesome 21 years old uh, it's a dodger pitcher his manager is still dave roberts uh you have to think they'll baby him to some degree probably doesn't go beyond six maybe five and change and things are going well one of the top pitchers in all of baseball getting the call up and you know san diego against lefty strikes out an absolute ton it's, it's a nice ballpark to pitch in uh really good as far as control in the minor leagues the k's aren't phenomenal but they're still good they're strong and the price is just so cheap. But what about like on fantasy drafting on DK where he's kind of sort of in the mid-tier? How are you handling him? I can't see why uh, a pitcher that has never pitched a major league game is going to be in a third of the lineups tonight. Have you uh, heard his nickname? <laughs> oh, it's the nickname. That's why people are playing him. I mean, okay. I think that, percentage points. I think he's getting ownership because it's like I'd rather I'd rather bet the chances on an unknown than play Jason Vargas. I think that's the reason. I think it's like, ah, do I really want to play Steven Matz or take Have a you ever shot seen on Let's this Make guy? a Deal before? You, you don't, you're aware of the show Let's Make a Deal, right? Sure. You have a living room set, right? That's yours. That's your living room set. Or do you want to give it up for what's behind door number two? You want what's 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 more fun? It's no fun taking the living room set. I want door. What's behind door number two? And sometimes it's like a pig. And sometimes it's a trip like the Barbados or something like that. So, you know, it's just more fun. What's the shiny new toy, isn't it? Well, that's what people are going to do. I want to do an example. I'll take the living room set. Give me the living room set. I'll <laughs> sell it on Craigslist. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I suppose that's a that that's. I think that made a comeback. I think uh, Wayne Brady is hosting that these days. Good for him. Like, no, but the but thing, right? the thing about May that 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 concerns me. The two things is one, Dave Roberts. If he goes out and throws only 80 pitches, like what, what's the upside? What's going to kill me? How is it going to kill me if a third of the field has May and I don't have him? Is that going to kill me? Well, if uh, Vargas looked, gets blown up and if all the other mid-tier guys like, well, stay. Well, I'll have 12 pitchers in my pool. Who cares? So I'll, I'll, find, I'll find a way around it. Uh, and then you have like his strikeout rate in the minors. He's a 55% ground ball pitcher. Is he going to take his first start against some of these power uh, uh, bats in the Padres lineup 
and go, well, I'm just going to play it safe and just generate a lot of ground balls. So, like, if he comes in and has a six-inning, two-run, four-strikeout performance, like, do I need – I mean, it'll be a fine score. He'll get a – even with the win, he'll get uh, 19 points. But is it going to be necessary for 7,600? I'm finding ways on having the highest-owned pitcher not in my lineup and how how – do I see a path to a seven-inning, nine-strikeout game? And I, 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 I don't. I'm yeah, a rookie pitcher, so I, we don't even know. I'll say this for what it's worth. Uh, in the minor leagues, he's coming off a start where he went six innings and threw 77 pitches. But prior to that, six innings, 97 pitches. Prior to that, five and a third, 95 pitches. So he's thrown at least 95 pitches in two of his last three outings. Of course, uh, Dave Roberts is not managing the minor leagues as well. Uh, so, like, you know understand that and this is a this is a guy that i'm sure they're thinking about having around you know for october they're thinking long term obviously so i don't suspect they will push him i would be shocked if he goes beyond six he's probably goes somewhere between five and change and six and if things are going well uh but again the matchup is sweet against san diego also he's given up no power uh that which is pretty appealing because that's what san diego has you know this year he's given up five homers and 106 innings pitched that's not a lot that's basically one more homer than james paxton gave up his last start that is. How many? But how many points do I get for no power? How many points do I get per ground ball? I mean, like, like wh- what's the upside? The, to me, the upside is that every other pitcher in that range gets killed. But, I mean, I'm just looking at 30. If he was – you tell me he's 18% zoned? Okay, okay. Well, we can start talking about, you know, it, it, give me give me a nice 18 percent, points. Yeah, I'll be happy. What is he at right now? What's he projecting? 35 on a 12-game slate. That's a that's a that's a pretty big number. I'm curious what he is on Fandle. Where I will say this, he's a better play on Fandle. I think is he he opens up the world on Fandle. He's just so so cheap over there on, on DK and on fantasy drafts. At least that they gave him a price where you have to kind of stop and think about it. Uh, yeah, I, I I'm, so okay. He's 35 projected. Own. Obviously, his ownership percentages are, are fluid. They're in flux, and you know they're not official. To be known, his team are, are working on that all the way up the lock to become more accurate. But uh, let's say it stays at thirty-five percent, give or take. Are you? I assume you're under on that. How much under are you on it? I'm considering zero. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, I, I stopped you in your tracks there. Well, I mean, you make like hundred and fifty lineups, don't you? Like, yeah, but but the, the point is, is that how much? What when you? I'm looking to win a GPP. I'm not. I'm not looking to come in. You know, the one point five x. So I'm just looking at is can he put up a score? that I will need. There's tons of pitchers on the slate. Like if I, if I play uh, Jason Vargas in a lineup and Jason Vargas gets 22 points and may gets 25 points, like, is that going to make that big of a difference? No. So like the other part of your argument is like, what's wrong with a pinch? Just get a pinch like 5% or just, there's no point. You're Ricky Bobby style. uh, What's the point? I there, it's not like he's the only pitcher in that range. Like if he was the only pitcher in that range, then I could see, but, I mean, we have Mats, we have Vargas. It depends on your lineup construction. So, like, if I'm going to play a little bit – if I'm going to play, like, three times the field of Gosman, he's 8,300. That's close enough. Paxton's only 8,700. I mean, that's only 1,100 difference. That's a difference of, like, one decent bat. And, I mean, I don't necessarily like all that much at the very bottom. But Nobody does. Right. But, I mean, those lineups will be the guys that when you have Lynn and Clevenger in it. So – or – you know, you're disregarding those guys and you're playing cheap stacks. So I'm just seeing like other guys. I mean, I could overpay for Wade Miley at 9,100, pair him yeah. with a Vargas or a Mats. And I'm all I'm considering is what that not that May is a bad play. It's just that at, at a third of the field ownership, like I don't think that he necessarily gets killed. 
But I mean, he could have he could have an outing that he pitches 83 pitches, gives up three runs with three strikeouts on five hits, and ends up without the win, and he has nine points, ten points. Yeah, that, that's definitely in the realm of possibilities. Right, but I'm more li- I, I think that's more likely than May coming out and putting a 30 plus point game. As of right now, who is the cheapest pitcher in your pool? Because you said you don't like the guys at the bottom, and at the bottom is gross. If I work my way up, like Taylor Cole, uh, Anderson and Coors, Brooks versus Toronto, Kikuchi, Lambert, Sparkman, Ross, Peters, like I think Alexander like might be a little. He's a vomit arm. Is he? Is that? Is that what I hit on? I see. I see your head nodding. Yeah, vom- uh, my two vomit arms today. I'm not going to have that much of them, really. Yeah, uh, it, it's to fit in like really expensive stacks would be Alexander and Ross. Uh, I mean, Alexander's a lefty. The Rangers are, are typically strike out more during uh, for, against lefties. Uh, I know that it's in Texas and he's a fly ball pitcher and uh, it's hot there and they have a six plus run total. So, uh, but he does have strikeout stuff. Uh, that's why I've said it's not someone that I'm going to put in double digit percentage in my lineup. And then Joe Ross is just cheap and Bill Miller's the umpire. So, uh, you know, anything that strike zone could be like seven yards wide. I think you need like Leslie Nielsen back there calling balls and strikes for me to consider uh, rostering Joe Ross. Uh, and he'll make a gun flashback for you. But uh, I, I am not on board on Joe Ross. Maybe like seven years ago. I feel like I rostered him like six or seven years ago. At least his brother Tyson at some point. But, uh, but who, you'd rather play Kikuchi or Sparkman? No, I'm just crossing all those guys out. You don't have to, you don't have to choose <laughs> one of those. I will play amongst that bunch. If you're going to force me to pick somebody down there, it's Alexander. I'm not excited about it, but there are some K's in that Texas lineup. And, you know, of course, Texas is projected to score more than six runs. So you can't really feel good about it, but uh, I, I don't, I don't really see a path. I, look, it's baseball and goofiness happens, but I just don't see it for Ross. I'm not buying it. Well, how many points do I need from him? So, I mean, if I play Lynn Ross and Lynn throws a complete game shutout and gets 12 strikeouts for 45 points, Ross doesn't get killed, ends up with 10 points, and then I have stacks that have 14. I mean, of course, I'm I'm like, if if a million things happen, it could happen. But, I mean, it, hey, it could happen. A lot of ifs, somebody's got to win. We, we just got to mention uh, Vargas's name in passing. How do you feel about Vargas? Uh, that, I, I, go ahead. That game, that game is the te- is the Jekyll and Hyde game of mm-hmm. the entire slate. That's the game where like half the field is going to be like, well, J- the White Sox are horrible, and Jason Vargas has voodoo magic, and uh, why not play him at seventy four hundred? And then you have the opposite side of, you look at Jason Vargas's underlying numbers with his hard hit rate, his fly ball rate. They're playing in Philly, and the the White Sox has got. I know Mankata's out, but they got Eloy back. They have Tim Anderson back. And they're all under 4K. And you're like, like, why aren't I vomit stacking the White Sox against Vargas? This is kind of like yesterday with Woj and, T- and Toronto. Like, uh, you know, Woj, I played some Woj because maybe he's legit. Maybe he figured something out. And maybe he didn't. Maybe he's a disaster. And there's a reason why he's a 30-year-old journeyman that wasn't good until like two weeks ago. <clears throat> but the problem is I just trust the, Tro- the Toronto Pats more than the, the Chicago Pats. But there's still like, there's some pieces like you mentioned. It looked like you wanted to say something. I'm sorry, chime in. No, no. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm just <clears> kind of, <throat> I'm kind of pissed off that the White Sox ownership is higher than I thought it would be. People are stealing my vomit stack. Well, you don't get the monopoly on player. You can't just say like, I, I, I have the entire. You got to play at a different site if you just want. If you're the only person with that player, 
Now, I'm mean. the one that plays the cheap stacks, not other people. Come on. Well, maybe people are listening to your content. That, that, that's kind of a, that, that's a sort of what happens now. No, I think they're just popping in projection models because they're really, I mean, the White Sox are, are legitimately too cheap. I mean, the one to five hitters, like if they were 300 each more, uh, they'd draw less ownership and I'd play them more. But I mean, it's not like they're heavily, heavily owned, but if you're going to play a lineup with like Lynn May and White Sox, like with like a five-man giant stat, like that, that's, that's the chalk. So, like, if you're going to play White Sox. What? San Francisco. The, the Giants are not chalky, are they? Like super yeah, why chalk? not? They're in cores. Belt they're also is, Giants. They're terrible. Yeah, but Belt is 4,000. Is, is Scooter in the lineup? Did that lineup come out? I mean, they're too cheap. Yeah, the, the Giants are, are, are too cheap. Uh, there's a couple players. Uh, if Scooter cracks it, he's way too cheap. And Belt uh, leading off is way too cheap. We don't line up just yet, but. Uh, I, I don't know if the chalk is a big thing is we'll talk about the bats in a second, obviously, but there's so many good bats. There's so many good spots, even outside of cores. Uh, Houston, I love against Kikuchi, uh, Minnesota versus Sparkman, uh, you know, it, the, the Texas side versus Alexander. If you're not going you know, to roll Alexander and Alexander out there, uh, Dylan Peters is not good for, for the angels. So I like that Cleveland side, Like you can't roster everything. So everything yeah, you forgot someone, you forgot the Phillies against Ivan Nova. I mean, it's ridiculous yeah. tonight. So that, 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 that kind of speaks to the point of, like, how much do you care about ownership tonight as far as – we'll talk about hitters in a second, but just general thought in that. I mean, I always care about ownership. I mean, it's, it's, still, it's still a main factor. But, I mean, yeah. I'm not I'm – not, I, never, I never split hairs on, like, specific numbers of, like, well, do I play the 6% owned guy or the 4% owned guy? It's like they're low enough owned for me. Who cares? Yeah. I, I can see here that, that the Phillies guys, like Harper's 20% projected. I know Colorado's going to be – they're 18%. I could see like Aaron Judge being popular. I mean, I I could tell all of this right now. So like, I see that the Phillies are going to be popular, but I don't need to know like the difference of like eleven and thirteen percent. I just need to know a general sense of like a five percent don't stack and a twelve percent don't stack on a twelve game state is is a much bigger difference. But the difference between a seven percent and a four percent doesn't make that much difference to me. We have team ownership percentages uh, in lineup HQ now. I'm just kind of fired it up again. These things uh, also, it's fluid, as we keep saying. Uh, as of right now, Colorado is this, the, the, at just 9.25%. Then San Fran at 813 Uh Then it looks like Philadelphia as well. So, like, there's not one team jumping off the page. Again, a well, I think it's going to be the Giants now. I think the lineup came in. We got now, Crawford in the lineup at 3,700. Gannett batting sixth at 3,500. Even Steven Duggar's back, and he's oh, 2,900 in cores oh. batting seventh. Is this the right lineup? I mean, I just want to make sure it's in the chat. Oh, no, I'm getting it. Yep, nope, that's yeah, correct. It's on the RG page. Yep, yep. So you, you're telling me that the Giants aren't going to be chalky with a, what, a 6.7 run total and a stack price under 20K? I guess they are. I mean, chalk is a relative term, like you, like you say. Like, you know, you could say chalk is like 25%, or some people say chalk is 12%. Uh, a high owned, a higher than yeah. relatively to everyone else. Yeah, like, it's an all-encompassing word that you know sometimes can be generalization, uh, that could be overused at times. But yeah, they're going to be somewhat popular, and I'm I'm just going to say most likely I'm going to have less in the field because I just think the Giants' the team stink. But for cash games, for sure, like Belt's a great cash game play. Uh, Gannett's a really solid cash game play as well too. I don't know how many of those other guys you have to play cash necessarily because there's so many good spots. Uh, we are behind on time. We spent a lot of time talking about pitchers. Give me a give me a summary. Two, three, four strong sentences. How are you approaching the arms tonight? 
I mean, I, I'm looking more in the mid range. I mean, if you're going to play expensive stacks, you're not going to be able to play Lynn. And if you play Lynn uh, you, you're, and a, a mid range arm, you're going to have to find a way to differentiate from some of the cheap White Sox and the Yankees in GPP. All right, sticks, bats, uh, give me a favorite player, a, a favorite team that's going to be your core tonight, at least as of right now. I mean, it was going to be the White Sox. I mean, I like my, I thought Abreu was going to be interesting. And I mean, he still could be. I mean, Abreu is not coming in, in in a ridiculous amount of ownership. But I mean, if Belt is going to be the mega chalk at first base, I mean, to me, 300 less Abreu versus Vargas in Philadelphia seems like, like if I could get him twice as, own, twice as less owned as Belt and hope Belt busts, doesn't mean I won't play Belt. But yeah. I mean, as part of a portfolio of lineups, like I'm more, I'm more interested in not necessarily playing the White Sox, like maybe as a five-man stack now, but I could see playing twos and three-mans uh, even at their, you know, decent-ish type of ownership and then pairing them with a contrarian five-man stack. Yeah, I pulled up ownership, but it doesn't look very distinct at the top as far as the first base. But, yeah, it is Belt and Abreu 1-2, which does does make a lot of sense. You sound angry about Abreu. Like, you're, you're going to play him. Like, is, is 12% too high for you? On a 12-game slate, it is. I wanted him to be under – I wanted to be less than double-digit. Well, I mean, there's other guys out there in your roster that can change things up. Well, of course, but I'm just I'm just saying, like, if I want to be oh, – see, the thing is, I care about ownership like that because, like, if a brave is going to be 12% and I want to be over on him, like, I'm going to have to have him in at least a fifth of my lineup. But, like, when a guy is 3% owned – I could be three times the weight in only like 9% of my lineup. So it doesn't feel like I'm, I'm like going all in that if the White Sox don't do well, like, you know, most of my lineups are dead. Put that conversation on layaway because I'm curious who you're like your 3% on first base when you're going to be like uh, have double, double uh, digit ownership on. But let's talk about catchers first because we love talking about catchers here on the flagship. Uh, who's jumping out for you? It's just basically are you filling out your stacks? Is there a certain catcher you like as a one-off? Well, yeah, obviously, uh, in five-man sacks, I try to just include the, the catcher that's on the team. But, I mean, I think, like, McCann will be, be chalky. I mean, obviously, uh, what, Posey's in the lineup. He's, he's not a great hitter or whatever, but 4,400 in cores, why not? Uh, but I think I think that the catcher's in, in Philadelphia. McCann at 3,500, Real Muto at 4,100. And then after after that, like, then it's just a plug in, plug in whoever's – play Jeff Mathis if you want with his uh-huh. – three WRC plus, but he's 2K. So, I mean, <laughs> but the thing is, is that if, you don't have to do that if you're, pay, if you're not is paying that right, by the way, you're making that number up. Is it a three WRC plus? No, I don't, th- I don't even think I'm making that up. I think that's actually <laughs> what it is. I know he's certifiably terrible, but that seems to agree. His, his, his Uber rating is higher than his <laughs> WRC plus. And he doesn't tip. <laughs> um, you tip the Uber guy? Yeah, of course I do. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. Some people don't. You know, they get a little. Do you tip your Uber guy going one mile to the store to your office or whatever? I have. I have a vehicle, but if I happen to have, oh, a- or I thought maybe you're the Uber guy. Maybe that's what you do as a side job. You I drive like, a mile. Like on the DL, I don't like to talk about it on these uh, on these airwaves. Um, <laughs> how about your favorite garbage catcher? Is it who's your vomit catcher? Oh, the gar- every catcher is a garbage catcher. Just. Uh, just I, I close it. my eyes. I do the the what the bird box thing. I just close my eyes <laughs> and I I just drop in in whatever team I'm playing. It just uh, if I if I if I have some Yankees, then Austin Romine is going to be. It doesn't matter at that point because these guys. I mean, anyone can do anything. And I give it. Cam Gallagher get a home run. We no one knows. So I I, I always want to expose myself to a, as many catchers as I can get if I'm playing that team because. 
like that's the most variant position where like one guy could hit a home run. You know, we had Roberto Perez with two home runs, and if you don't have him, you're dead. Yesterday, by the way, all the catchers went nuts last night. I'm sure you've noticed that. If, if your catcher didn't homer, go to bed. Um, I like Ramuto on the other side. You talk about the McCann in that game. I like Ramuto. Both catchers in that game, uh, uh, Philadelphia as far as the White Sox. Uh, both are in play for me. I'm okay with Jansen being super cheap. I have a really hard time getting to a terrible player like Max Stassi, who I know uh, he's 2K and DK. Of course, I'm fans, Jeff. You don't have to roster any catchers. Uh, all right, first base. We talked about two first bases we liked. Uh, Belt and Abreu make a ton of sense for cash games. Give me the player that's projected for like 3 4 5% that you're going to be well over the field on. Well, let me take a look here. I mean, I like Abreu. I like Belt. I like Hoskins. Uh, Edwin Encarnacion on the Yankees. Okay, we get that. I'm going down. I even I'll, I'll overpay for Sandoval. Maybe people won't do it. Maybe you'd play Sandoval as a one-off uh, outside of a, a giant stack. But, I mean, looking at down at the bottom, uh, if, if I'm playing against uh, Kikuchi, yeah. uh, I mean, I know he's second base eligible also, but I'm looking at like a Ledmus uh, Diaz batting seventh. Oh, no uh, Gurriel at, today. No, there's no Gurriel today. Diaz is playing. Yeah. So 3,900, I mean, I think he's better served in an in a Astros stack. But I mean, he's projected to be like one percent owned. Uh, I, I, this is gonna be this is gonna be disgusting. Oh no! Uh, I, I think that the the lowest owned player in my pool at first base is going to be Chelsea Cuthbert. <laughs> yeah, um, well, it's Royal Stacks because no one's gonna play them. I'm not. I guess you are, but you, you'll have like three percent Royal Stacks, and that's more than the field by a good bit, right? Is that I'm not to speak for you? Is that like more? Is that the thought process? Maybe not three percent, but I get you know because I'll, I'll what I'll do is it depends on how many players I'm taking from the team. If I'm only taking five guys from the team, like I may have like five percent five mans and like I don't know, and maybe not even that four percent five mans and like three percent three mans, like two or three mans against another five man. And still, Ben, and that's that's still like twice the field. So, like, I, I have no problem with that. All right. Uh, sorry, I'm just chiming in with the chat and clarifying. Myself and Devin, our fabulous multitasking producer, we we, we spent the Uber together. We can confirm that. We did tip the Uber driver despite the fact that we got into an argument about Chicago pizza. That's what we talked about for five minutes. So, there you go. I've never been to Chicago, but I was, I was staunch in my argument. I was dug in. I, refu- I think she had a cover story, and she wasn't really from Chicago because I found some flaws in her story. Nonetheless, uh, other first baseman that kind of jump off the board for you. Anybody else that's kind of worth the head on or worth kind of noticing? Well, how about this? You mentioned Encarnacion. What's your thought on the Yankees in general? Because they're just too cheap collectively. Uh, not this great matchup against Erod, but of course, the other Yankees, plenty of pop in those bats. And we'll talk about Judge soon enough. Uh, Hicks is too cheap. Torres is cheap. How are you handling the Yankees? I'm playing a lot of them. Uh, apparently, they're coming in under-owned. I mean, outside of Judge... I mean, I'm taking a look at ownership right now. I mean, maybe I should update it. But, I mean, the last time I checked, where, where were the Yankees here? Where can I find the Yankees? Uh, Boston Yankees. Like, uh, let me go all positions. Let me go hitter. I mean, I, I see Judge at 16 and Hicks at 10%. Then you get Torres at 8 and then, like, then it goes down to the single digits. And, like, at their, at their prices, I mean, I think a lot of people may play the Yankees as, like, one-offs and two-mans and three-mans. Yeah. But I, I think, like, I mean, the, it, this is why you, you stack for correlation. If the Yankees are going to hit up Rodriguez, like, like, why not play Giovanni Urshela batting sixth at third base at under 4K also, like, in that line? Because it, it's one of those things that you, you, 
you do this every night. You stack a team. You're like, I'm only going to take five of these guys. And then the sixth guy hits a home run or had the grand slam or something. So I don't want to leave that out. So I, I'm looking at, at, like, I don't see why I wouldn't play these guys when they have uh, currently have a 5.3 implied run total because people are going to be scared to play them against Erod. And they're so ch- if they were mid-priced, I wouldn't be talking about them so much. But what, when in the world is the Yankees a vomit stack? Or I mean, this is like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I got to do this when the Yankees are a vomit stack. Urshela's not full vomit, but he's part vomit. He's whatever. I mean, I don't want to play Urshela, but I understand why you're doing it. I totally get it. But I'm not, I'm not pleased. I, I don't like clicking that button. The button that should be clicked, of course, is the like button there on YouTube. If you guys are watching this, feel free to like and subscribe. And if you guys are asking questions, Devin's going to pull some questions. We'll knock, a, we'll knock those out later on in the show. We got to get it moving, though. What about the Keystone position, second base? Uh, I love Jose Altuve. Uh, he's one of my favorite players in all of baseball. You love rolling him out there when he's, uh, you know, facing a, a southpaw. He's got Kikuchi on the mound against him. Six and a half total for Houston. Uh, he's a kind of a spend up to some degree, but uh, if I have the funds, I'm going to make it happen for sure. Where are you at as far as second? No, I'm down with that also. I mean, if uh, people aren't going to uh, – the second base is going to be basically Scooter and Cano, and if they're going to pay up a little, it's going to be Biggio, maybe Cesar Hernandez leading off or something, uh, or Albies even – uh, it, against Wood at 4,200. Like, I don't, I, don't see, I don't see people paying 5K for Altuve. And I'm, I'm more likely to play Altuve in an Astros stack than yeah. by himself. But, like, it's hard to leave him out of the stack. If they do well, he's probably part of it. Uh, but, outside, I mean, outside of that, like, I mentioned, I mentioned Cuthbert. Oh, Whit Merrifield is 4,400 with I a like ballpark that. upgrade against Martin Perez, who held the platoon advantage. Uh, 3% owned, like, what's wrong, what's wrong with that? Instead of playing Kevin Vigio, why can't you play with Merrifield? Yeah, you can, and Scooter's going to be chalky for sure. He's super cheap there. Obviously, he's in Coors Field. Obviously, he's been terrible all season long, but he is facing Peter Lambert. He's been an absolute disaster. On the other side, McMahon's fine, too. Uh, against your boy Joe Ross, I'm, I'm okay with Cattell Marte. Uh, reasonable price there. I think he's a pretty solid play as a one-off. I don't know if I'm stacking Arizona, but don't mind him. Uh, who else did I have kind of jumping off the board? You mentioned uh, Diaz. You can play him at second for Houston as well if you're not That's playing. Is, if he's in the lineup. I don't think the Astros lineup is out, but the projected lineup has him in. So oh, he's in there. I'll, oh, he's actually in? The, I mean, the fire oh, I got, for a refresh button, man. Oh, I got to hit the refresh button. Do you not, do you not have that in Kentucky? <laughs> I got to go to the outhouse in the hay to get my, <laughs> get my okay, no, he's there. Okay, that's what I thought. I, I Maybe I was crazy. The chat room is giving me wrong information. Well, you know, sometimes chats aren't always correct. You know, the chat room is woofing. They're woofing me. Am I using that right? They're I woofing me? So. I don't, I'm not the authority. I'm probably not the guy to ask for confirmation. Uh, Cesar Hernandez is not very good, but he is leading offers to Devon Nova. He's super cheap, and he's in a nice ballpark, so I suppose he's fine. Uh, and Biggio against Brooks, VR. Don't mind him on the other side either against the combination of Font and Gaviglio. Let's jump to the hot corner third base. Is it is it a hot take to say that uh, Bregman's a better play today than uh, Nolan Arenado? It might be dollar for dollar. Eh. I think Arenado is going to be the chalk, but I mean the 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 issue with Bregman, it's I don't say it's a good issue. Is that he's shortstop eligible? So maybe yeah. you're playing Bregman at short and Arenado at third, and you could do that if you're not paying up for Lynn. Like you're playing the two seven K level pitchers, like you can do that. But outside of that, like I I don't mind Josh Donaldson as a one off against Wood. Uh, Sano, I mean, anyone against Sparkman is in play for Minnesota. Uh, I, are people, are people, I, 
I think Jose Ramirez, I know it's kind of you're paying up a little 4800 but uh, they're going up against Dylan Peters, uh, 5% owned. I mean, Rendon now that Ray's out, I mean, 5100 he has power against lefties. Uh, there are a lot of options at third base that could give you a like double dong level score that you don't, you may not need Arenado or Bregman. Yeah. And Bregman's probably going to grab more ownership than your ownership cost just because like you said, he's multi-position eligibility on DK. So that's obviously going to elevate his ownership. And I agree with Rendon. I think he's kind of the guy that's sort of lost in the slate as far as the third baseman, the elite third baseman. And uh, even against Ray, I thought he was in play, you know, Ray just give up hard, you know, who cares? He's not pitching today, but uh, young, the lefty, Rendon in the late game, you know, the lineup's not out to us yet. People are making lineups right now. They got things to do. Uh, you mentioned the Panda. You can play him at third base as well, too. But uh, I'm not sure. What do we have as far as Arnado's ownership? I bet it's low. 17%? Uh, that's not that low. I meant to say Anthony Rendon. I bet, I bet Rendon's low. Oh, no, that very low. I, it, it probably has to update based on the, the new pitcher a little bit more. No, but 5%? Five, no, I mean, that's, that's to me, that's low enough. I don't... It, oh, I'm not going to play him at five percent, but I play him at three percent. That, that's yeah. what I mean by the ownership doesn't matter that much at that. Don't point. pinch panning. So you, it's a, you we're talking about tiers, right? Basically, tiers right. ownership. Yeah. Uh, anybody else that's worth a note here at third base? Do you want to jump the shortstop? Uh, Royal Stacks, Hunter Dozier. Ugh, you, why do you like the? I had to pick another vomit stack, Dean. They <laughs> stole my vomit stack. I got to pick another one. <laughs> they stole it. The, the secret's out that the White Sox are cheap. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Who let the secret out? Oh, uh, well, the aforementioned Alex Bregman also available at shortstop. Correa, by the way, is batting sixth. Uh, you know, kind of weird to see him buried in the lineup to some degree, but that just speaks to how strong that Houston lineup is. They're actually they're just going to pulverize Kikuchi, aren't they? Uh, all right, g- give me some uh, some some spins off. Obviously, story against Anderson Crawford on the other side. I have a hard time getting excited about Brandon Crawford. I just, he's so poppy every once in a while, but he's just not a very sexy name to me. What are you doing as far as shortstop? I think that the, the player with the highest plate IQ score today, I think amongst all players, is Jorge Polanco. Oh. 74.7. He has like, it's just popping ridiculously. Uh, the, twins have the, the Twins have the highest run total on, on the entire slate. Okay? I know there's two teams playing in, in uh, Colorado, uh, actually. Oh, they moved up. Oh, they bumped uh, the refresh button Dude, didn't work I, again. When you hit the refresh button, everything refreshes. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm, I'm still acting like it's one o'clock in the afternoon. I guess I, I didn't see that. Okay, but that's Twins are six point seven. That's high enough for me. Yes. So, so I mean, uh, Polanco at forty seven hundred. I mean, he's projected seven percent owned, and like, I don't need to have him in twin stacks. He could be by himself. He's, the Sparkman doesn't strike anyone out. And the Twins lineup just came out. Uh, we don't have Garver in it. Castro's going to be in it. So that makes the Twins stack even more appealing to me. But uh, is anyone going to pay up for Lindor at 5% owned? I mean, that is, if anything, I'm looking like if people are going to play Story, I'm going to play Lindor. Or I'm going to play Trey Turner at 4600 with Ray not in the game. I mean, maybe his price should be 5000 uh, because he, the dynamically priced is based on Ray and not on Alex Young. Uh, I'm clicking the refresh button and I'm not seeing the Minnesota lineup in front of me. So I guess I'm a second or so behind. Not really sure what's going on, but you need to get a new refresh button now. (laughs) See the shoes on the other foot. (laughs) Yeah. It's not going down here just yet. I'm sure momentarily it's going to show up my page, but, uh, yeah, no Minnesota lineup just yet. No Washington lineup, no Dodgers, no Padres. Just a thought, by the way, uh, Dustin May is going to be heavily, heavily owned, especially on FanDuel. Uh, is there any thought of playing like guys like Tatis or Machado 
or uh, Renfro as quote unquote like leverage plays? Well, uh, May's a ground ball pitcher, so like yeah. if anything, I'm gonna have to play a guy that like hits the ball in the air. But like the Yankees are cheaper than the Padres, so like why wouldn't I just play the Yankees? Like I don't have to get that cute on a 12 game slate. I mean, we're talking about guys. We're talking about Anthony Rendon being five percent owned, Lindor being five percent. We're talking about really good players in better matchups that are going to be under-owned because it's a 12-game slate. There's a lot of good spots. So I don't think I have to get super ultra – if this was a four-game slate, okay, then we could talk about that. But I, I don't see the need to get cute. I don't see Dustin May giving up four home runs. I just see him getting babbitted or something, only striking out three and giving up four runs on, you know, two doubles and a bunch of singles. So, like, I, I don't see the need to play San Diego in Los Angeles. All right, let's jump to the outfield. After we knock out the outfield, you're going to give your favorite stacks. You're going to give some homers. We'll do a little screen share. Maybe we'll do that in a different order because D-Train gets upset. They get to the different way. But nonetheless, uh, your favorite outfielders on the board, of course, there's plenty of guys that are worth rostering. We talked about how cheap uh, Judge is. He probably is a cash game play if you're playing on fast draft or playing on DK. You said you like the Yankee stack as is. Harper uh, seems too cheap uh, against Ivan Nova. I like this new Cleveland outfield against the combination of Cole and Peters. Puig, uh, Reyes. Oh, Luplo's batting ninth. Uh, don't like that, but he is really cheap on Fandle. 4-4 on DK. I think he's like eight and change on fantasy draft. What are you doing in the outfield? Well, I think the obvious chalk is going to be Harper and Judge. And yeah. then and then some sometime, some maybe Blackman, if you're paying up over there. I mean, Eloy's cheap at 3,500. Pollock is, is under 4K against Lauer. So I think people will shove him in. Hicks as well because he's under 4k uh i could even see the cleveland outfielders being a little popular the the new ones Puig and reyes uh minnesota will get some ownership but i mean based on our ownership projections like kepler cruz and rosario are coming in at like six and seven percent owned and like you play this slate out like a hundred times and you tell me if bryce harper like hits a home run three times more often than any of those three guys and I'll take the Twins guys at that ownership. Yeah. So, like, uh, like I'm looking at Harper now at 19%. I know it's a great matchup against Nova. And on a 12-game slate, I, I, I can't see having over 19% of them. Probably still have some of them. But I'm more inclined to play some of these the, the Twins guys at higher prices. And even, like, I'm, I'm not even looking. Like, where are the Texas guys? And what about Blackman and Dahl? Well, they're expensive, and they're going to be popular enough. I mean, 10%, 12% owned. I mean, they're spend-up options. I get it. I mean, that's per that's perfectly fine. But, like, the Texas guys? Like, where's, like, uh, do we have the Texas lineup out? Or, uh, are they not playing any outfielders? Oh, really? We're doing this again? You, do, you have, do you not have the refresh button? <laughs> the Texas lineup is out. Chu and Santana are in the lineup. Andrew's batting third. Pence, 4,800. I mean, the the the... the the Rangers have a six-run total. They're playing Tyler Alexander, who's a well, fly ball pitcher. <laughs> well, I can play both. I can play I Alexander in 6%, then I can still play Rangers in another whatever. I'm just but busting I, chops. Who is this Scott Heineman guy? He's I don't know. He's a person, allegedly. <laughs> I, have to, I have to Google him because I, I have to see what his, what his deal is. But I, No, I looked on fan graphs. He, uh, he, had, he has a little bit of pop in the minor leagues, 20% K rate, but he's 3K. So, like, I don't mind, you know, playing some type of stack where it's Heineman, Pence, Andrews, Santana at first base, and Chu. I don't necessarily care about the lefty-lefty splits against Alexander. Uh, like, he'll, he could get crushed completely. 
Uh, so like I'm looking, that's why in the outfield, I'm looking, I'm scrolling down and I, I have it based on projected ownership. And I'm like, where are these Texas guys? Like they're coming in at like 3% owned with the six total. Uh, if they're going to be overlooked, I don't mind them as one-offs against a guy that gives up home runs. I think an overwhelming thought or an overarching thought for me is that there's so many good spots. There's so many good players. You're only rostering what nine dudes or whatever. Um, like how could everybody be chalk? Like math says that's not possible. So, uh, you know, like even like the really chalky players are only going to be like 15%, maybe 20% or so. Uh, it's, it's, it feels like it's going to be a high scoring night. I'm jumping to the lineup HQ. Feel free to play along uh, and jump on it as well. Uh, as far as the K props, we were playing this the other day. We have a Lance Lynn, eight and a half, but he's got a K prop total. You got the over or the under? Uh, I'm against the Pirates. I'm going to say, oh, I'm gonna, he'll get five. That's fine. Against Detroit, Lance Lynn. What's his prop? Eight and a half, plus 120 on the juice. Oh, that lineup's horrible. Uh, I'll take the over. I think so, too. Uh, we ignored Clevenger for the most part, but, like, again, it's a step down as far as the K projection. Two Ks is the second guy. Clevenger, monster K rate on the season. Of course, this Angel team uh, does not strike out a ton. Does he get more than six and a half Ks? I, th- I still think so. Aaron Brooks got six Ks against this team. If Aaron Brooks could do it, Clevenger could get at least seven. Anything else you want to point out uh, as far as on this page? Anything kind of jump out to you or, you know, the ownership percentage, the, the put IQ score? You want to give a thought as far as what's, uh, what's going down in the lineup HQ page? I mean, uh, at this point on a 12-game slate with so many spots, the most important one to me is the ownership. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Cheese is core plays as far as pitchers. He's got Lynn, May, and Mats, which is uh, kind of sort of where I'm at, too. Uh, of course, you can separate it. You can get the cash game plays by Notorious, JSU, Oh, look at that. Who's doing the salary relief today? Who is that guy? Uh, who's that guy? The guy, some madman who, who thinks that Joe Ross is in play. <laughs> it's about, I, Tyler, hey, hey, we got a Dodgers lineup. Tyler White is leading off. No, that can't. Did they put the names in like a machine and just, just draw them <laughs> out like bingo? That can't be true. Tyler That's, White's leading off at 2,900. No, why? That's not possible. Tyler White's batting leadoff today? Yeah, against against the lefty, which uh, actually to me is AJ signals, Pollock not alive. Uh, I guess not. Oh, he's not playing baseball today. Okay. Now, to me, that's that screams that he's going to get pinch hit for Jock Peterson. Of course. Yeah. yeah. We've been saying that, and it still it still doesn't happen. Um. All right, we got like five minutes or so before you step aside and make way. Uh, the aforementioned cheese is good. He'll be on crunch time along with Roth. Roth will tell you what's going down weather wise. Anything worse? I'll give you the most up-to-date update as far as what's going on in weather. And, of course, Cheese will break down the slate like nobody else can and take as many questions as possible all the way up to lock. Here's what I need from you, your favorite stacks and three guys that are going to homer as questions load up here in the chats. Okay, my favorite – well, I, I got to get rid of the White Sox now. Uh, based on Slate IQ, uh, uh, Minnesota uh, – let me re- – okay, hold on, Dean. I got to refresh. Oh, boy. Just to make sure. <laughs> just to make sure. Okay. Uh, the Min- Minnesota – the thing I don't like about that stack is like the three outfielders spots. I try not to do that. But if they're going to be if they're going to be under owned for their amount of power versus Glenn Sparkman, like that, that's going to be my favorite stack of the day. And then vomit stack wise, I know the White Sox are going to be popular, but for for rightful reason at their prices. But uh, I'm going to have to kind of pivot to the Royals. You could fit in that Artiega guy at shortstop at 2K and make a really cheap stack. So if I'm going to choose those guys. You know, the, there you go with the the Royals. Oh, and, I mean, what? Okay, okay. Uh, Homers, what do you have for me? Who's, who's uh, Homers? Uh, all all of the twin, just every twin. 
Just all of the twins. Just all of them. Even Byron Buxton. Yeah, hey, TP Hubbard in Marlins Park. He can do it anywhere. <laughs> well, it's the Marlins. Uh, lightning round for questions. You got Vladimir or you got Pablo? That's that's the panda, I assume, and Guerrero. I'm more inclined. I'm more inclined to play uh, Guerrero in Toronto stacks and Sandoval by himself. Santana versus Belt. I assume that's Carlos Santana, and I assume you're gonna say Carlos Santana because of ownership reasons. Also, a really good spot. Yeah, but I don't mind playing Belt as a one-off in a very contrarian lineup. Uh, thoughts on the rookie for Cincinnati, Aquino? He's a he's stone minimum on Fanduel. Uh, he's he had a lot of power in the minor leagues. He also strikes out a lot. I don't hate it for like a boom bust. What's your thoughts? Uh, he's better on DK at twenty seven hundred because the, as the relationship of the salaries. But I mean, he's he has a power. He could be a one off. But like, I see that more as a play inside of Cincinnati stacks than than playing him by himself and what wasting about, an outfield spot. What about Clevenger against the Angels and Trout? Just by the way, nobody's playing Mike Trout today. Just throwing it out there, like nobody's playing him. Just just a thought. Right, I mean, best player in baseball. You can play him anytime. Sure. I'm just saying, like, he's got to be less than 5% today. He's got, he could be less than 2%. Yeah. I mean, I'm not thinking. Two, he's 2% projected owned. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's not a ridiculous number. It makes sense. But like, and he could hit three home runs today, and we wouldn't be shocked. Best player in baseball of all yep. time. Let's say that, too. Why not? Um, let's see. Uh, favorite contrarian topping on pizza? Uh, <laughs> Favorite contrarian topping on pizza? I don't know. Well, mushrooms I, I, answer. I, nothing, right. I'm, I'm from New York. Like, there's not, every other topping that you're going to put on is just wrong. There's the, not contrarian. It's just flat out incorrect. <laughs> Jamino in chat is asking us, is Tyler White the girthiest leadoff man of all time? That's probably true. Uh, I'm, I, I can't think of anybody else. Has Maybe, Prince I, Fielder ever let off? I don't believe so. Or Cecil. Back in the day, right. they one of those guys. Yeah, that's a pretty uh, legitimate uh, – Contreras let off the other day for the Cubs, but I think uh, – I'm pretty sure Tyler White has him as far as girth. Uh, that is weird. But, yeah, like you said, he's probably – he potentially only bats a couple times. Uh, is Miley in play? I, I think he's interesting. He's just overpriced. Like, you kind of mentioned it too. Like, I, the Seattle team's terrible, and they strike out a fair bit. Miley's not this great K guy, but he should get the W, and he should get the QS. I think he's fine. I don't think he, like, breaks the slate, but I don't think he hurts you. I think Miley's the type of pitcher that you play. Uh, if this slate like breaks in a way where like a ton of pitchers get blown up and like Miley's just left standing with 20 points, like that could be fine for you. But I mean, like, I, don't look at my, don't play Miley Lynn together. Like play Paxton instead. Like Paxton could put up a 40 point score if you're going to play in GPP in these big fields. But Miley does work out in the instance that like all of these mid level pitchers get blown up. Chat's telling us that G-Man Choi let off. Yeah, he's been leading off sometimes. I'm not sure if he's girthier than White, though. Yeah, that's, a, that's not. He's not girth. Come on. Girth. You, don't, you guys don't know girth. Come on. <laughs> and who else are they throwing out there as an option? I, uh, John Crook, I don't believe he ever let off in his career. Pablo uh, Pando Sandoval, I don't believe he let off either. Uh, let's finish strong. Let's get out of here on a high note. Let's do a George Costanza style. Uh, summarize the slate. Tell me something you haven't said just yet. What's going to win it? What, what's the secret to tonight? I think the, the secret tonight is is – it's basically fine. I think the scores are going to be, I think multiple stacks are going to go off today mm -hmm. and it's just a mat. And Hey, and it could be, P it could be Pittsburgh for crying out loud. I mean, it could be anyone, but I, this is the, it, with these totals, I think uh, you know, the, the winning is not going to come down to pitcher. I think if you're more, if you're like, I don't know how many pitchers to play. Like, I think it's better to just 
play the pitchers that fit in with the stacks that you play. And if it just happens to be Galsman Miley, then it's Galsman Miley. If it happens to be Vargas Alexander, then it's Vargas Alexander. As long as you're not playing the team against each other. I just think that we may see three or four teams this slate put up double digit runs and there will be multiple avenues to win a GPP tonight. What is your biggest ownership stand on the slate? It got to be the Royals because any ownership is going to be more than anyone else. <laughs> there you go. And they, we were we supposed to do it the George Costanza style, but of course we're ending on the Royals, but the, that's how it works. Maybe they'll crush. We shall see. Stay tuned. Enjoy your baseball tonight. He's Jordan, a.k.a. Blender, a.k.a. the creator, the curator of the uh, vomit stacks. You got to pay him five cents every time you say that. The check's in the mail. I'm Dean. Enjoy your baseball tonight. Stay tuned for Crunch Time with Rolf and Cheese. Holler.